the clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! We can do it. We shall do it. We're doing it right now. It's Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, now in high definition. Uh, you'll understand that shortly uh, when I introduce Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, now it with 100% more crystal clarity. Well, I always said there was money in the banana stand. Yes. But I can also say that the group tonight, all the co-hosts are in Discord. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and um, aren't we always? <laughs> yeah, but it's it's worse now, Michelle. Yes, it, it is far worse, uh, but much better actually. And of course, uh, yeah. joining us on the program, uh, sitting in for uh, Rain and Bobber all three hours tonight, uh, the dynamic duo, the Dream Team from Port St. Lucie, Florida, our Rogue DM Michelle Lagan on loan from Mike Check Radio. Welcome. Hello, hello. Glad to be here. Glad to have you, uh, Lady Purple. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> all will be made clear. Uh, but And, of course, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Galaxy Master, also on loan from Mike Check Radio. Yes, indeed. Hello. Thanks for having me. And a quick congratulations to Seba. Seba? Yes, the dog that won the, 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 the dog show, the Westminster Dog Show. Oh, yeah, I was like... Uh, what the hell? Seba. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, congrats, pup. You you got you You earned it. What kind of dog is it? A black poodle. Oh. Yeah, a beautiful standard poodle. With some Learned very it. unfortunate video taken of it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Taking a dump? It was... Squatting, bowing. How would you describe? It was it was being examined by the judge and was in a position. And standard poodles, when you show them, they're shorn down except for like puffballs on their tails and legs and around their ruff and stuff. So the person who was taking the video was right behind the dog. Oh, hi there! And as the dog <laughs> moved and kind of like bowed and stuff, he got yeah. There was there was a there was an eye winking back at the cameraman. Well, hello there. Uh so, <laughs> uh so it's gonna make a great meme, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, well there yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Uh so uh <laughs> it's gonna be the butt of many jokes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, and uh, I will not uh, honor myself with a rim shot for that, uh because oh now you see rim shot. Oh god, it's just you know it's, no buzzers, buzzers go. all the way. <laughs> Uh, 
okay because <laughs> that's what that photographer got was <laughs> a rim shot um but anyway uh welcome to the show i don't know if you our listeners can tell they should be able to tell a vast difference not in the sound of my voice but in the sounds of joe miles and michelle uh we are not on skype we decided to kick skype to the curb tested this uh new setup out last sunday on uh mike check radio it worked well and basically uh a lot of you if you're gamers probably know about it uh it's a service called discord it is a free voice over the internet service with a lot of fun features on it and we're we're using it right now so uh if you're not hearing something hopefully everything is set up you can hear the sound clips and everything and everybody's voice uh but yeah it's uh you know it's it's pretty great and i want to thank uh, adam miles and michelle for uh for getting us uh set up with this it's pretty pretty awesome well by far i consider a superior product yeah i mean it's uh the 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 clarity of your guys voices is about 70% clearer than they were on Skype. Wow. So, uh, well, I can hear an improvement, so yes. Definitely. Yeah, and I'm sure you you hear the improvement in my voice on your end. So Yes. And, and the and, music can hear yeah. the high def, you know, the, the music too. Oh, yeah, you probably hear it in stereo as well. Um, uh, but uh, I don't know. I think so. I, I don't know because uh, I don't think... Skype ever allowed a stereo feed over it. It was like you guys were getting mono like a phone line, you know? So uh, so that's probably a big difference on your guys' end, too. So, uh, yeah, happy Friday, everybody. Um, uh, you know, uh, insane week at work uh, once again. So no audio, folks. My apologies for that. Um, and uh, But, yeah, so first of all, I want to I wanna talk products with Miles and Michelle, and Joe, this might work for you, too. Has anybody ever tried to glue two pieces of plastic together, and it just sucks? <laughs> I mean, yeah. JB Quickweld yeah. is the best product I've, I've used thus far, but I've still encountered issues with it because it's, it's, a, it's still a glue. It's not like a solvent, you know? Right, and yeah, if you want to vulcanize yeah, so so basically, uh, I was I was watching this really great video. There, there's a guy over on uh, there's a guy from England on YouTube uh, goes by the name of Toy Poloy, um, and he repairs vintage action figures, spaceships, you know, whatever. All you know, he just vintage toys, and not necessarily the stuff that I collect or anything. But the methods he uses and the products he uses can be translated into what I do. But uh, I found a product that he was using, and I, I think the one that he was using was only you know available in the UK. But I found really good reviews on this stuff. It's called Plastruct Plastic Weld, um, and it, it it's a it's like a two ounce bottle. It's just a little bottle, but it's only like nine bucks, which is not bad. I uh, bought it with my points. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, in this stuff, essentially, Joe, it, it like you put one piece of plastic on another. In this, it immediately starts making the plastic soft and it bonds to the other piece of plastic. Mm. So, 
it and then you know and it and it dries really fast so you better be right the first time yeah you want to make sure it's lined up the right way you know use some little clips or something uh but uh Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean for an example he was he was trying to do a reproduction of a of a door for boba fett's spaceship and the little door had two little pegs on either side and he, he basically you know kind of you know he, he made a a rough replica of the of the thing and and i was curious as to how he was going to put the, there two little plastic pins that stuck off the side of it that held it in the little grooves where the where the door moved and uh it was on boba fett's slave one ship if anybody's interested um, so, but, uh, it, and I'm like, how the heck is he going to do this? And basically he took the, you know, he had some plastic, uh, thin Lego pieces that were about the thickness of the peg he needed and he, he cut them down and he just, he literally just paint, used a paintbrush on this thing and it stuck. It just softened the plastic and it, it melted together essentially, but it didn't, you know, I'm sure you can overdo it with this stuff, but I was just amazed how how sturdy this stuff looked in the video, but he was using a slightly different one. But I don't know. Is this something you've ever used, Miles or Michelle? Plastruct, plastic weld? No. No, I've used acrylic glue before, but not that. Well, I'm gonna try it out and see if it works because I have some plastic uh, some plastic parts that are. Uh, really kind of messed up and you know if you use something like super glue on some of the older plastics like i have or even newer plastics the super glue does not age well you know you want to use super glue no. on something it better be underneath a layer of you know i wouldn't even say a layer of paint because i think it would make the paint get nasty too um but uh but yeah super glue does not age well so and I don't know, you know, Joe, I don't know if you would ever use this for anything, you know, but if you've ever had an issue with a piece of plastic, this is a cheap, uh, a cheap and, you know, not a large commitment to it's two ounce bottle. So, you know, mm. having it around for, for a little repair job like that, you know, I mean, you know, if somebody has, I don't know, we have all have plastic things that break and annoy us, you know, like, yeah. oh, I, I might be able to fix uh, the cup holder in our car with it. Was part of the couple that broke off. There you go. So, so yeah. I, so, in my younger days, mm-hmm. I uh, did model cars. Yeah. So, um, you know, I uh, I used airplane glue. Right. You didn't huff it, did you? Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in model I mean, making yeah, stays I mean, in model making. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you couldn't help it. I mean, you had to get close to what you were working on. And I, uh, I understand. Yeah, that glue is definitely a vulcanizing glue. I think a thing happens. Poly, polystyrene. Polystyrene. Yeah, the the miles you were saying. It's a type of pla- it's a type of plastic for airplane models and such. Oh, okay. So, um, but yeah, so uh, but apparently this stuff's pretty toxic too. The stuff that you know that I just ordered, but yeah. So anyway, that's just a, you know, a, a fun little product, uh, you know, hopefully it comes out well, but, uh, now, now Trojan rabbit says he doesn't understand how, um, uh, this discord service can be free. Well, 
you only, I, I only had to give him my social security number and bank routing number. I don't see how. <laughs> um, Did you give him a pint of blood? Oh, you got off cheap. Uh, dummies, they think I, I promised my firstborn male, male child too. Ah. <laughs> Suckers. Um, no, I don't, I honest to God, I don't know how it's free either. Um, uh, but uh, maybe it's a trap. Uh, it, it's a trap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> uh, this, now it's turning into mic check radio. We need to stop. Um, but, uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, Miles and Michelle. I mean, what what do you know about the origins of Discord? Not much, actually. I was I was keyed into it by other people. So mm-hmm. we used to use Teamspeak for our gaming stuff, and this is this is hundred percent better. Yeah, so. Ventrilo also. Ventrilo, yeah, I like oh, Ventrilo. Yeah, Ventrilo. That was kind of yep. fun. But Ventrilo, I don't think is as user friendly as is Discord. <clears throat> you know, it's a like you know and this. You can- yeah, th- this looks like a social media page, you know. Yeah, you can set up chat rooms as well. You can, you know, you can set up different roles for people who join the the channel so they have access to certain areas yeah. and not access to others. And it's great. So, yeah, I don't know if, uh, you know, later on we play around with that or uh, if Adam wants to come on later, we, you know, talk about it. But, yeah, everybody download download Discord if you want. We're, we'll probably try and do some kind of chat room uh over there too it's a, you can share links over there and stuff too so it's it, it's it's a lot a lot slicker than chat tango i don't want to put chat tango down and we're not going to abandon it by any stretch but um yeah i i would say it, you can access you don't even have to download um discord you can just create an account at and discord. it has apps too yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there or you go. Or mobile phone things. So I have yeah. um, I have it running on my tablet and my phone. So and then you just find us as friends over there, and you know, uh, and we can invite you to chat rooms and stuff like that. So something to look at. Um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, and uh, start talking about the week. First of all, um, Trump. <laughs> Uh, just started crying about the Oscars at one of his uh, cult meetings. Yeah, um, yeah, he's you know, a little upset. He's he's upset. He wants more Confederacy and less South Korea. He wants more <laughs> uh, in the Oscars because he, he was bemoaning the fact that uh, Parasite won Best Picture. I have not seen it. I don't know anything about it except that it's a South Korean production. You know, the South Korea that's one of our allies. Yeah, uh, and, and the makers of the movie already trolled Trump. Oh, good. They good. said something about, well, of course he didn't know or anything about the movie or didn't like it. It has, uh, um, what's what's it called? The, the, uh, subtitles. the CC, the, the, the subtitles. And no. he, you know, he doesn't. <laughs> He'd have to. They said he'd have to read for two hours. Yep. He'd have to learn to read, <laughs> yeah, um, or at least to you know, you know, not have a phonetically spelled out with you know shapes and colors and things like that on his teleprompter. Can you imagine what his teleprompter looks like? It probably looks like a, a children's book. So, uh, uh, yeah, but I don't think line. they use words on his teleprompter. I think <laughs> sure. they use uh, <laughs> pictures. <laughs> just just pictures. <laughs> Just yeah. picture. Uh, 
So uh, yeah, emoji, emojis. The the thing with Trump, this is him stoking the outsider element of his, yeah. the, the fear of the outsider in his base. That's all this is. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> look, there's an outside element coming into Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. An American film should have won, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, Kat, if that if you didn't tweet that out already and need to now, she says he wants more movies about aristocrats and slavery and less movies about class warfare. <laughs> oh, ride the A-train out on that one. Uh, but yeah, you know, he's moaning about that. We need we need we where's God with the wind? Well, it's gone. <laughs> with gone. the wind. <clears throat> it's in the title. We need to bring back God with the wind. Shut up. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, the kids are going to love that. <laughs> Let's just, you know, I mean, ugh. he knows nothing about you know the what film. Else? I know nothing about the film. Oh, God. I'm surprised he didn't. You know? I'm surprised he didn't. Because that won an, didn't an Academy Award, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. One of the early I'm winners. afraid so. Yeah. 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 Oscar should be ashamed, you little clan hood wearing golden boy. Um, but uh, <laughs> hashtag sad. <laughs> what he but, said. Uh, but my God, uh, you know, uh, you're gonna whine about the Oscars because South Korea. I mean, this isn't the first time. You know, how many British best pictures have there been? Probably a lot. You know, uh, you know, nobody cries about that. But oh, let me see. What's the difference between the you know uh, uh, the the racial history of England and the racial history of the United States? What's what's the commonality there? Oh yes, dominant well, whites are dominant in their culture. South Korea, not so much. Mm. Plus, plus, South Korea is not friends of his friend Kim. Oh yeah, so there yeah. You go. <laughs> little little Rocky man, they were mean to my little boy. So, <laughs> God, I hate him. He's so gross. Um, you know, and uh, and he went after Brad Pitt too, because I think Brad Pitt said something critical about uh, the uh, the Senate trial. Yeah. yeah, he said something about Bolton. I mean, uh, he he said he only had something like forty five seconds to accept the. Um, uh, Oscar, which is 45 seconds more than Bolton got to testify in the Senate or something. To that. Oh, so, uh, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. That's clever as well. But you know, now Bolton, he said, Oh, my testimony wouldn't have done nothing. So you just yeah. wanted to sell your book, you little weaselly, yep. cowardly piece of shit. <laughs> he is being called out for it too. Well, in the news outlets I listen to anyway. Well, I hope his books are end up in Dollar Tree so I can put different dust jackets on them of something even worse. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I, I I didn't. I've never done that. Actually, yeah, I did. Uh, um, one time I snuck another book inside of a uh, Glenn Beck book. I was at Target. And I took these two books that were the same size and slipped like I don't know some kind of sci-fi novel or something inside <laughs> the Glenn Beck uh, book jacket. <laughs> did, nice. I, did I tell you the Rush Limbaugh story about our charity? 
No, no. I used to work for a charity. We got toys for children every year for underprivileged children for the Tri County area, oh, which nice. is, you know, where I live here in Florida. And we grew, we grew over twenty years. We were giving out so many toys, and it just became a huge production. Um, and one year, um, Rush Limbaugh's uh, promotional assistant brought over a couple cases of his books for us <laughs> to put in toys for the children. To put in with the toys? Oh, the was it the Rush Revere? Yes. Rush Revere. It was one of his stupid biographies or you know spewing of hatred books you know you know well he stuff. wrote a kid's book and called rush revere and i i don't know it was and he had a time traveling yeah. horse named liberty yeah i i don't i never saw the books themselves because mm -hmm. the woman that actually ran the charity uh her name her name was pat she's a sweet lady was married to the uh, one of the radio personalities that started the charity mm -hmm. and she made sure that those books were kind of absent when we were uh putting together the toy bags for kids. Oh, well, uh, you know, I mean. We actually found, we found them when the charity closed 20 years later. Or, that's You know, back awesome. when the charity closed, like, like two or three years ago. It was hilarious. Amen. Amen. See, charity does do great work. So that's um, where they went. <laughs> hey, Rush, what do you think of that? Ooh. Uh, yeah, and those are probably part of the bulk buy. They were probably bought through yeah. some kind of shill account to to get them to boost the the bestseller. Um, yep, you know to boost it on the um, the New York exactly. Times. Exactly. Uh, but how how many did you, did you say twenty or more than that? There were two cases of those. Books. Oh, two, two cases. Two, card two bark. Two big cardboard boxes full. So of them. that's. That's probably at least fifty books, then, uh, maybe forty-eight. Yeah, it was it was annoying. <laughs> so, because I, I can't imagine they pack them too heavy. Um, but it's not like Rush Limbaugh no. was fucking writing encyclopedia volumes, if he was even writing any of it at all. It's probably snurdly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Joe, yeah, that's that's pretty. That's some sweet justice right there. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, you know, what would you do if you got two cases of Rush Limbaugh books? Uh, you mean pre or post-suicide? <laughs> oh, come on. You you wouldn't uh, put him in the fire pit? That's free kindling. First of all, I would worry who would send me such a thing. Yeah, true. That would true. bother me. That would really bother me. And uh, second of all... Um, I have dogs. They love to chew stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. They they oh, need to chew on things for the health of their teeth. Yeah, yeah. Although chewing on a Limbaugh book, I don't know, might give yeah. them gingivitis or something. Probably is cheap. I was pain. always, I was always thinking you never want to burn them because you don't want to burn books. However, they probably would make great skeet practice. Yeah, that, yeah, sure. <laughs> Put them to the shredder for some mice bedding. Well, you know, I, I mean, here's the thing. If I acquired something like that and it was a book I did not like, I'm all for burning books. I'm all for burning, you know, 50 copies of the same book that has been mass produced, you know, and uh, likely within six months time will end up in half price books and sit there for, you know, a decade 
<laughs> and then they end up at a thrift store and then they get thrown away. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Thank you for sharing that story, Michelle. I love hearing about these, uh, these little stories with, uh, run-ins with right wingers. Yeah, it was so funny. Pat just took me to the side and took me to a closet one time and just showed me the books. She goes, these are the ones I was talking about. I said, <laughs> looky here. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything. Uh, you know, I know there have been uh, a few uncomfortable encounters here and there with right wingers, uh, but nothing, you know, nothing as glorious as that, though. That's that's really awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, Joe, what about you? You, you ever uh, encounter something? <laughs> oh. Was that one? Of, was that a noise here or there? Which destructive cat was that? Was not me. Okay. Okay. Then that was Tennessee. That was in my kitchen. How oh, did that you was pick that up. That was in your kitchen. Yeah, and I'm in another room altogether. Oh, that's high def. I heard it sounded like a that something, is, some uh, like a plastic spoon hitting the floor or something. That's exactly probably what it was. So. <laughs> Barb's in there dropping things. I'm very good at <laughs> identifying. She's also laughing too. <laughs> I'm, I'm very yeah, good maybe at this. It. <laughs> maybe this is too much high def. Maybe this is too much high def. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh well, yeah. <laughs> and you know, uh, I I actually have pretty good hearing. I do have tinnitus that acts up, and so if I hear something in another room, I automatically know what it is. Like yesterday, uh, we we got home we were both starving so we made uh, uh tacos and i was the last person out of the kitchen so i didn't put the lid on the sour cream on the counter because it was empty to be fair you know um and i didn't rinse it out and i was sitting uh we were sitting watching tv having tacos and i hear a noise and i said i bet you any goddamn thing now that's Tennessee on the counter licking that sour cream container. And I went in, there he is, sour cream all over his head. So, <laughs> nice. and, uh, but you know, so the, so kit sounds in the kitchen, especially when you have animals, you're like, what was that? You know, every once in a while in the basement, yeah. I hear a real loud thud and I never solve it. <laughs> what, what the hell? Yeah. It's especially, especially disturbing when you don't hear a sound. Oh, when, when you should. When there are three dogs that are totally quiet. Yeah. Oh that yeah. Means yeah. You must look that up. <laughs> yes. And Michelle could tell you the sound of uh, what it sounds like when a pan hits your glass stove. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think you're taking your finger off your button too soon, Miles. At the end of your sentence. Yeah. I apologize. That's okay. So, um, but yeah, you know, so, so yeah, that's just how high def discord is. I heard a plastic spoon hit the floor in, in Joe's kitchen. Maybe it was a plastic spatula, but it had spoon. Actually, it was, actually it was a, it was a, a feather duster. Oh, okay. All right. A feather duster. You see now that makes sense too. Hitting a carpet. Oh, okay. That's well, how high def this that's is. That's how high def this is. Wait, you're you're messing with me now. I am. No, <laughs> I'm like on a carpet. Oh, feather duster, carpet. Okay, I see what he's doing. 
Yeah, you um, get it? Yeah. 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 And it I'll had a parachute on it. <laughs> it had a parachute. Yeah. Go ahead, Ma- Michelle. Never accidentally blow your nose while on Discord. You will never live it really? down. I accidentally did that. When, yeah. <laughs> I accidentally did it. I thought I was on push to talk and it was actually voice. And I accidentally blew my nose while uh, accompanying Brit in a, in a video game while he was streaming. And I have never lived that down yet. <laughs> oh, she I was so mortified. I wonder what sharts sound like. <laughs> um, oh, you want to know what they really sound like? That's probably the highest def you've ever heard that shirt. Wow, it is. So, one more. There you go. Uh, so, anyway, uh, we are going to go to the break. No green news report tonight. I didn't see a note from Brad or Desi. I hope everything's all right. I'm sure it is. Um, maybe they're just taking one day off because it was pre- President's Day was this week. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, um any song requests tonight since you get to hear them a little bit clearer now? Um, yeah, how about uh, Role Playing Master? All right, Role Playing Master, it is from the 2007. Um, 2007, what was it? Um, R- the 2007 RPM Challenge. It was a co- from a compilation because it was a slight collaboration. With a guy named John LaSala, whose brother, I don't remember his first name, but um, there's some guy named LaSala who writes D&D books or wrote D&D books. Um, and he wrote the spoken word portion of Role Playing Master. Um, and, uh, and his brother John is the guy who read it. And it was on one of their compilations. So the very us artists, not various, but very us artists was the group that was the label or something like that but anyway uh yeah it's a role-playing master by huh i I will just say the one thing about discord that is annoying is um because it's push to talk you know there isn't technically a mute button Mm -hmm. and so when i do my mute button stick with that yep there we go thank you so much miles Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Okay, and I'm rolling for damage. Welcome to the labyrinth of the world. It's a land of free letters. A-T-N-T Filling out your character sheet. Keeping track of HPs and XPs. He's a role-playing master, but Paula, he's a caster. He's gonna kill you with his guy. He's a role-playing master, the magic missile blaster. He's on the glasses, minus Charisma, but maybe your dexterity can save you now. He's a role-playing master, for Molly, he's a caster. He's gonna kill you with his style. He's a role-playing master, for magic, gentle blaster. He's all my glasses. 
Monsters swarm from plains beyond USC versus God's for one And whosoever shall be caught Without a shield by clerics rot Must stand and fight the hounds of hell Or wander deep in dungeons fell Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth, it's showtime! It is showtime, welcome back to it. And uh, joining me as always on the program, Mr. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, hello. I have a mute button. Yeah, that's nice. Yes. Do you like it? There's a little dot. There's a little dot flashing on my screen. It mm-hmm. says mute, deafen, and quit Discord. Look at that. How about that? Yeah. So, boy, yeah, that's this is, fancy. This is quite a... It is. I, I, I don't know what to do. It's quite a thing. After all those it, sucky years on Skype, 
So yeah, and maybe, skyping out and everything. Yeah, it might be a, a a massive undertaking for Tim, but you know, because he has so many contacts. Uh, but maybe Tim will want to try this out too. Um, he may. So uh, he may. Uh, sorry, I was thinking of the He Man theme. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah and of course uh graciously joining us for all three hours on the program tonight mr miles lagan port st Lucie, florida hello sir yes hello thanks for having me and a quick congrats to the flying sparrows for despe- defeating the mississippi mojo on when on when <laughs> on wednesday okay <laughs> we got it there we got the whole thing out uh yes congratulations sports fellows um and uh oh and good luck to uh trojan rabbit uh i, I don't know if he wants me broadcasting his business but good luck man something exciting's happening for him and michelle lagon port st Lucie, florida welcome back to you as well Glad, glad to be here. It's uh, I, I, I like uh, the clarity. Could hear even more details of the song too, which are nice. Oh, very good, very good. Yeah, because you know, sc- songs on Skype just they, they're like, <laughs> you know, it's just a mess. Uh, maybe I'll trick you guys and make some really poor recordings of the songs, and I'll just play them for you so you can see what they sounded like in the back in the bad old days of Skype. So, uh, maybe not. That sounds like an awfully, uh, uh, big waste of time really. So, uh, yeah, Michelle, tell everybody what you've done. Oh, um, I went to the hair salon today and I changed my hair color. And it looks I, fantastic. And Miles, yeah, you know, on related note, as a new girlfriend with purple hair. <laughs> That's uh, that's Susan and I's running joke, you know, where, you know, we get haircuts and, you know, new boyfriend, new girlfriend. So, Uh. you know, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, it looks just stellar. I mean, the the color is great and, you know, purple is my favorite color. We talked about this before we got on the show. Purple is my favorite color, but I can't wear it because of my skin tone. Uh, and, uh, but so, so that's great, you know, and Michelle, you said you've the right skin undertones to be able to wear purple. So that's, that's very cool. Yeah, I can, I can do the dark purples and the purples with the reds and stuff. And, um, I, I can't do like a lilac, you know, the really pale purple, you know, like um, a pastel purple. It just makes me, cause I'm so pale. It just washes me right out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, you know, there are so many colors I can't wear. It's ridiculous. Red, I look really terrible in too. Well, except I can wear like a red flannel with another kind of shirt underneath it, which I'm coincidentally wearing right now. It's plaid. Anybody can wear plaid, really. It's that, you know, it's that old thermos plaid. You know, the thermos plaid, Joe? Yeah, I had yeah. one of those. Yeah, the red, you know, red with yeah. like yellow and black uh yeah 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 i was called that picnic plaid yeah that's something along those lines so i had underwear like that oh well there you go were they were they underwear were they no stink (laughs) stink. (laughs) keep the boys where they belong Oh, by the way, you wanted me to you wanted me to find out if my Duluth Trading Company pants are no stink, and I think you were implying that 
if you farted that uh, there would be no essence of the fart. No, that is not the case with these. They work just like regular underwear and farts. Uh, so there's no filter is what you're saying. No, no, there's no charcoal pad. <laughs> no charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> That no, would be weird. <laughs> no, there's no fart filter. Um, no fart filter. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, just, the instructions are saying, come with repla- replaceable charcoal pads. today. And I didn't smell a thing. And I was you re- in the same elevator. With can you recycle them? What can you do with that charcoal when you're done with it? Uh, barbecue. Oh, yeah. You could probably rinse it off and put it, <laughs> rinse it off and put it in your Brita. So don't even don't even rinse it off. <laughs> sure. Speaking of barbecue, <laughs> did anybody watch the uh, Democratic debate? I did not watch the Democratic debate. I did not. <laughs> I, you know what? I tried to to watch it, and about five minutes in, I fell asleep. Oh wow! It well, from what I hear, fireworks started early, and Bloomberg got spackled. Uh, I heard a little bit about that uh, as well, but uh, no, I, I spent my evening crafting last night, so um, I ain't got time for no debates. So, uh, but yeah, I I, uh, I don't know. I just it, I just can't bring myself to watch them. You know, they're actually self defeating. I think. You know well, what I, I, I yeah. liked. Um, is yeah they they were going at each other and i understand the argument that you you don't beat up on each other it just gives ammunition to the other side but what i do like is it shows um in this case i think it was warren that really dished it out and it shows what is possible what we can do to trump in a debate because trump i mean However, Hillary handled it, but I mean, you can they they can dish it out. That's what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, Jay Colley says a little bit. Elizabeth Warren really laid into Bloomberg. It was magic. So, um, so yeah. Agreed. Paul Trojan Rabbit says Senator Professor Warren surgically dissected Bloomberg. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Uh, or uh, at the very least, she practiced some Rex Kwando. Okay, now watch this. I'm just gonna break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez, isn't that snap so much more clear? In, in- <laughs> it is. <laughs> you can hear the the G's. Yeah, much better. Yeah, you could. Uh, I mean, you, you guys are gonna be so impressed. Yeah, I should just. I should just try my darndest to squeeze in all the possible clips that I play on a regular basis. Uh, tonight. Do you have the one of uh, is it Marty, the guy that is like frogs eating flies or the frogs you know eating I'm talking frogs? About the, he's this disgusting creature and he's eating. Oh, are um, you talking about oh Chet? Weird science, Chet. Oh Chet, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh man, let me see if I I think. Uh, oh. Uh, we okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have a little bit uh, of that here for that I used to, I used to use this for Steve Bannon. Hey, 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Bill Paxton, we miss you, man. <laughs> that that's an improvement. I could hear the buzzing of the flies much more clearly. Oh, I bet. I bet. So, uh, yeah, you know, because I'm sure there's a lot. I'm looking to see what some clips that might have a little bit more nuance. Um, but, uh, <laughs> well, how about this one? This one ought to sound a little bit better. Stupid. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. <laughs> a, little, a little more clear, I'm sure. But, uh, but yeah, so this is fun. And I, I'm sorry, just so anybody, if anybody's just joining us now and doesn't know what's going on, I've mentioned Discord. Um, we're not, uh, yes, Adam, you can join in later. Um, and uh, uh, just let me know when you're ready. Uh, but yeah, so um, we're not moving anything. We, we just got rid of Skype for ourselves and went with this superior service. I was making a suggestion of maybe trying to start an additional uh, group over on Discord. And then that way, what we can do is move away from the idea of doing a reverse call-in or the call-in number or anything like that. And then we, if, if somebody's going to be on the show, you can go over to Discord and we'll put you in Adam made a green room uh, where you just hang out until we add you to the actual broadcast. So it, it's it's a lot less hassle than Skype, and uh, you know maybe Adam and I can do a uh, you know set up a time on a, uh, the weekend to to help people get connected with it. But uh, but yeah, I think uh, we, what's that? We actually have two green rooms. We have a chat green room, and we have the green room that's voice. I set it up so that there'd be like a, a minimum amount of people, like maybe up to 10 or something. Okay. People can join that, and then as we want them in our uh, thing, we drag them to our room. Yeah. So we they can drag it by the scruff of the neck. To. Yeah. Oh, that's a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it, it's a really neat way to do it because they could sit in there and chat with other people vocally if they want to you know or yeah. just sit there and and chill until we drag them into the into the general I mean into the the recording studio yeah so uh, in in what I'm seeing right now like uh, uh, and I know I'm sorry this is kind of you know technical mumbo jumbo um uh let me let me I'm gonna start my task manager and look at my CPU usage right now uh, because. Yeah, it's it's so much lower, you know, than when because Skype uses so many resources. Right now, it's you know, it's like CPU usage. It's going between eight and fifteen percent. That's nothing, and I'm running six programs. So I guarantee you, uh, if I was running Skype, that CPU usage would probably be somewhere about 40 you know spiking up to 40 percent regularly so so yeah this is you know I, i'm not here you know and, and you know everything's just running smoother it's not like it's such a minor difference because i have a pretty good computer it's not a bad computer it's not top of the line or anything but you know i paid enough money to make sure that it was you know I did, you know, good for broadcasting. You know, you put a video game on this or something. No, no go. I made sure it was just for audio. Um, but uh, well, 
Yeah. Also, a Discord, it was designed for gamers. And you don't want something that you're going to be voice chatting on to be a memory hog while you're exactly. trying to shoot people in Call of Duty or something like that. Exactly. So, so, so yeah. So, that, you know, so I think, we, you know, we're, we're going to make a gradual move there for, for people who want to be on the show. Um, and, you know, we'll do, instead of open phones, we'll do open Discord. And you guys can stack up in there. And then that way... You know, when I used to, people used to call in, I had to answer you immediately. I didn't have a way of like putting you on hold and, you know, keep, so you could hear things. I mean, this way you could absolutely hear what's going on. I mean, you know, once we dragged you in, you'd probably have to turn off your, turn off your radio. Um, but we, you know, that'll be something simple to work out, you know? Um, yes. cause, uh, you know, um, it, but yeah, that, that, that is something we can look towards because it's. I think once people see it and how user friendly it is, uh, they're going to be interested in trying to use it because it's really fun. It's almost like it's like social media, but you know, without all the bullshit. You know, and you won't you won't have to pay for an extra call in number either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, I've already paid work for ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, well, it, do, it doesn't work at all anymore. So, and I'm tired of dealing with Skype. So I'm just going to, I'm going to, um, cancel the phone number. Well, it's, it's already, I'm already like half a year into it. So I can't get my money back on it. So, uh, but I, you know, I should complain though. I should complain and try and get my money back. We'll see. Um, but they probably will say no, sorry. Should have said something sooner, but, um, <laughs> anyway, um, let me see. So now Paul is asking, so how far behind are, uh, how far behind you guys in the chat? Live web DJ was about 30 seconds. Is there an additional delay from discord? I don't think so. Um, I'm not sure. So here the time, uh, I will, uh, No, that's stupid. Uh, we'll start a stopwatch. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just very excited about this. I think this is this is good. But let's talk about something else uh, for the moment. Um, did uh, oh uh, uh, did you guys? What was this story? Um, there's the Jupiter probe that's actually finding out how much water is on Jupiter right now. Did you read about that, Joe? No, on Jupiter. Yeah, uh, they're trying I didn't know to see there was how. Water on Jupiter. Well, they're trying to figure out the the composition of the atmosphere and to see how much of mm -hmm. it could be, you know, water like you know, vapor. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I, I thought it was kind of interesting because I'd never heard of that kind of mission before. Um. Uh, yeah, NASA's Juno probe reveals water in Jupiter's atmosphere. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, but this is from uh, BGR uh, by Mike Wainer. I don't think it's Wiener. I think it's Wainer. <laughs> um, but yeah, it says uh, for scientists studying Jupiter, Jupiter, there's plenty to see. The gas giant has a wealth of personality, and its swirling storms and colorful steams of gas provide researchers with lots to observe. One aspect of the massive planet that isn't often talked about is the amount of water. But new data from NASA's Juno Orbiter is helping to shed some light on that. 
As NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory explains in a new blog post, a new study uh, published in Nature Astronomy using data from Juno suggests that Jupiter's atmosphere includes around 0.25% water, uh, at least near the, pl the planet's equator. As JPL notes, this finding is a big deal for scientists hoping to better understand Jupiter and its formation. An accurate estimate of, and here's a quote, an accurate, accurate estimate of the total amount of water in Jupiter's atmosphere has been on the wish list of planetary scientists for decades. The figure in the gas giant uh, represents a critical missing piece to the puzzle of our solar system's formation. Jupiter was likely the first planet to form and contains most of the gas and dust that wasn't incorporated into the sun. The last time scientists had any data on Jupiter, uh, Jupiter's water, it came from the Galileo probe. That mission, which uh, wrapped up in late 1995, returned results that suggested Jupiter was extremely dry, lacking much water in its atmosphere. Uh, these new measurements would appear to indicate that Galileo sampled an unusually dry area and that Jupiter has been... Um, has had a bit more water than we assumed and then the last paragraph another quote uh, it says just when we think we have things figured out jupiter reminds us how how much we still have to learn scott bolton no relation uh <laughs> juno juno principal investigator said in a statement juno's surprise discovery uh juno's surprise discovery that the atmosphere was not well mixed even well below the cloud tops is a puzzle that we're still trying to figure out no one would have guessed that water might be so variable across the planet. So that sounds like a small amount, 0.25, but Jupiter's fucking big. <laughs> you know? How big is it? Um, I, How many Earths can you fit inside of Jupiter? Like 100? At least uh, two. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure. It's, it is a lot. Because uh, it's... Uh, it, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, here, here, I, I have the scientific. Yeah, Jupiter can fit a lot of them. That's what it says here in the a boatload. <laughs> a boatload. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so that's interesting. Now, of course, somebody out there is going to try and harvest that water and and bottle it and sell it to us. Mm -hmm. Jupiter water. Jupiter water. <laughs> oh God! Gas giant. <laughs> Gas giant water. <laughs> Guaranteed to produce sharts, uh, gassy sharts of of galactic magnitude. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure out a Milky Way joke in there too. Here's, here's uh, a fact: it has Jupiter has 79 moons. Uh yeah. I, wow. I think Saturn it was was getting up there to rival it after the Cassini Huygens probe. Huygens, um, but uh, you know, because they discovered a lot of moons. That I followed the Cassini, Cassini uh, uh, Huygens. Um, <laughs> I just love saying it that way because I don't know really how to say it. Because how do you say a word that starts with H U Y? Hi. Hi. How about this? Row, row. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, I, I, and I forget, it's been so long since I've read anything about um, uh, Saturn. You know, just the discoveries we made from Saturn were just uh, remarkable. 
absolutely remarkable. And and what about the hexagonal polar storm on it? Oh my god! Oh, mind I, I hadn't even heard about that. Oh yeah, there's a hexagonal um, storm on one of mm-hmm. the poles of of uh, Saturn. The the you know it's some kind of phenomenon that causes the winds to straighten out on the sides and then bend. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, uh, looks look up uh, if you're interested in that kind of thing. Look up because uh, I mean that just makes me think that I see something like that and I'm like okay, who built this? <laughs> you know, and I'm not thinking like, oh God, or anything like that. I'm thinking, you know, some alien race is engineering some kind of crazy, um, you know, power plant. And there's then, and then underneath there is an inhabitable world. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah. So what do you think, Michelle? Water on Jupiter or in Jupiter? Well, that's pretty cool. Um, there's, yeah, it's it's it'll be really interesting to to see what that atmosphere is made of. Of, I mean, they've already, you know, you know, guessed at a lot of it, but mm. I'd like to see actually some proof. I'd like to, to, you know, see what the analysis is and why such a big gas giant can exist as we learn more and more about the physics. Yeah, and it, it, to me, right now, the things that we're able to discover and measure and photograph and study up close uh you know joe to me that's like you know that those are miracles to me oh yeah like landing on an asteroid yeah imagine how do you do that very carefully (laughs) i know (laughs) tenderly tenderly don't put my cat don't put tennessee in charge of it so (laughs) but uh yeah jupiter is a I think it has. They say it has a. It could have a rocky core, but it's uh, mostly helium and nitrogen. Hydrogen. Yeah. Hydrogen. Yeah. Yes. So it's a great place to blow up balloons. Well, you know that that's that's funny you mention that because we do have quite the shortage of helium. Because um, helium. Yeah, I know. You, you know, a lot of places are like sorry uh, because. Helium is used in uh, hospitals, so yeah. they're like you know, and the helium that they you you put out that you know you go to the dollar store and get a mylar balloon filled with, that's like the kind of the 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 dregs of the helium, you know, not the top notch stuff, um, right? And um, it, but you know, uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I think there are different grades. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they're, they're like at the point now where they're, they're like, there's like a, a helium crisis, you know, cause it's like once it's gone, it's gone it, because helium isn't helium created by, um, like it's the gas that's left over once plutonium is completely spent or something like that. It's I believe something- when plutonium converts to uranium. Oh, yes, it kicks yeah. off a helium molecule. So can you imagine that? We're like, we're just huffing that in and giggling like fools. And, and that <laughs> used to be something that could have blown your, you know, killed you within weeks <laughs> from being exposed to it. Well, just imagine how your voice is going to sound when you're on Jupiter. Oh, my God. Uh, it, no, you know, I'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, and then... <laughs> I, I, you might be able to get out, get out. Uh, 
and then you're dead. <laughs> so I'm just uh, I'm I'm interested to know how compact and solid the core is. Yeah. If all of that gas pressing down since the gravity the gravitational pull is mm-hmm. so immense. It's I don't see be one compact co- core if there's yeah. anything solid down there. I don't see how they'd ever, ever, ever be able to get any kind of uh, vehicle uh, or, or, or you know, drone, or ro- you know, robot landing craft or anything like that anywhere, uh, you know, into the atmosphere before. Because uh, I, I just have a feeling it would get into the atmosphere and that's it. It's just bye. Yeah, the y- pressures you know? would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe let's throw a bowling ball on it and see what happens. See if we can hear it splat. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, that's a that's a that's a really scientifically uh, um, uh, uh, researched uh, plan I have there. So throw a bowling ball at it, or my cat. He's like a bowling <laughs> ball. So anyway, we're gonna go to the break. When we come back, uh, who knows what we'll talk about. But uh, we'll be right back uh, right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Oh, look! Do we have the strength? To carry on this mighty task in one night? Or are we just jerking off? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! You can do it, I can do it, we can all do it together right here on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, radio for humans, now with discord action and of course joining me uh, on the program tonight the dynamic duo the dream team port st lucie florida both on loan from mike check radio at rogue dm on twitter michelle welcome hello it's a lot of fun to be here it's always a lot of fun to have you guys on the program and, and even though and and i do tolerate uh at fake underscore republicans uh tauntings and button button pushing as well on the program Woohoo! in the house. <laughs> so, welcome, Miles. Thanks for being here. And um, I bought something the other day. 
I bought something on eBay for local pickup. I bought a jukebox. Oh, go on. CD jukebox, Rockola Rocket. And um, it was a good price. Uh, It is uh, about an hour and 15 minutes away from here. And um, hopefully I got uh, my friend Colin is going to help me pick it up this Sunday. He's the guy who will repair it because the only thing it plays, it works. You know, if you like put it on, you know, uh, CD, you know, any jukebox has an auto play. So if you fill it up and you turn it on, it'll just automatically play, you know, it'll, you know, randomly songs from different discs. Um, what doesn't work on this is the page turner doesn't work. It'll work. It'll, it'll, if you input a number and you know, the number on the CD and the, what, you know, where it is, and you know, the corresponding track number. Um, uh, yeah, you can play it, but, um, the page turner doesn't work. So that's what ha- needs to be fixed on it. Uh, but other than that, it works. So, and fortunately I know somebody who can do small electronics repair. I've wanted one of these forever, and once we got the garage, I kind of became very, very laser-focused on if I found one close by and it was inexpensive enough, I would go for it, Um, and I went for it. So, there you go. Party at Ken's garage. (laughs) I told Susan she could load up half the CDs, too, So, because I like her music as well as mine. Ain't that generous of me? Don't all. That's really cool. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I think that's neat. So. I I've always wanted a jukebox. I'll find a picture of it and share it in the in the chat room. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, I'm picking it up this Sunday. So uh, we shall see. But you know, it's Rockola too. So you know, that's that's like you know a, a pretty famous brand. You know. Uh, but yeah, anybody else ever had, I mean, Joe, is that anything that you would ever consider buying? You'd probably like a record one though. Joe. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was on, I was on moot. You were. Or is that mute? (laughs) So anyway, uh, no, I have a popcorn machine. You know, one of the regular. Yeah. 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 So. Maybe we could get together and and I'll sell popcorn at your jukebox. Yeah, yeah. I even have a window that slides from side to side on my garage, so you could hand it oh, out through the. You know, we'd have a drive-in. Yeah, drive-in oh, popcorn. Oh, that's the thing, though. We have the projector, the movie projector for outside too. So. Oh. <laughs> so there, like there you it. go. I like it. So uh, yeah, let me let me post a picture of this in the uh, chat room. And Paul, I might be calling you if 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 uh, uh, I can't get uh, Colin to to get this figured out, I might be calling on you to see if you can uh, help me uh, troubleshoot uh, some of the things on this. But um, anyway, so yeah, here here's the uh, here's a picture of the front of it. So the guy didn't take very good pictures. There's not one. It doesn't quite show show it the right. Um, I'll show the, the top of it. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so, so I'm definitely putting some sweet, sweet heavy metal in that thing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, let me get this uh, second picture in there and you can see what the top looks like. 
And actually, I should get a picture of the side of it, too. Because the sides have some really beautiful details on them. Um, and you know what's cool, too? Is I could, I could charge people at parties until I pay for it. <laughs> uh, so I probably won't do that. But I was thinking, what if I just did that every time I had money? Just like, because I don't have cash ever. What if I just like, every time I have cash, I'm like, I'm just going to go put it in the jukebox. Okay. That could be fun, right? That'd be a cool way like, to save up money, yeah. Miles is like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, so anyway, here's the, here's the, look at this, Joe. Look look at this, the, the beautiful uh, little side uh, design on that sucker. Wow. Isn't that nice? That's fancy schmancy. Yeah. So yeah, that's like uh, regular jukebox. Yeah, it's got so, a little rocket ship there going. You got a little uh, mm -hmm. space force. Space yeah, force. Yeah, space force going so, in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you, it, you should charge just to see it. You know what? That's not a bad idea, Joe. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully it works out. I got a bug calling. He's throwing a. I, I didn't want to bug him today because I asked him about it before I bought it. it. Was like, yeah, could could you know we could you know take your, your you know SUV down and pick it up on Sunday, and he's like, definitely. And then I and then I bought it, and then I texted the guy, texted him the next day, and he's like, I should probably be able to do it. And I was like, oh, I'll call you later. He never called me, and then I didn't want to bug him again, and because he's having a party for his wife tonight. And I was like, I'm not gonna bother him now. I'll I'll bug him tomorrow when he has a hangover, um, and uh, so so yeah. So if it doesn't work out with him, I'll you know make other arrangements. But yeah, so the guy the guy's pretty cool. Oh, and interestingly enough, the guy runs a, a kennel and breeds uh, uh, Doberman Pinchers, um, Joe. So I was gonna I was gonna drop your name and Bob's name when I went down there. Drop it where? Um, he's a dog trainer. <laughs> he's a dog trainer. So I was just going to say, oh, oh yeah. I was going to, you know, so he's a dog trainer too. And I was just going to say, oh, yeah, you probably, as a dog trainer, you're probably familiar with the Weatherwax family. Well, well I, and I'll say one of my best friends, blah, 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 you know. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, and then I'll say, I, you know what? You can just have it for free. I'll refund you all the money now because you're so cool. Think that I would, yeah, I, I would. Do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So anyway, um, uh, I, well, here, here's the okay. Here's something for everybody. People in the uh, chat room, people in uh, in 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 this show right here. Think about this for a little bit. Maybe we'll talk about it during name calling or something like that. Tell me at least one album that would be a must to go in your jukebox if you had one. At least one, maybe a top five. You know, Jeez, that'd be hard. It's hard. See, well, it is hard because you got to think if you're going to put in an album, you're going to want an album with a lot of hits on it. You know, you're gonna you're gonna want like, oh, what Beatles record has the most hits on it? I don't know. I'm trying to think <clears throat> Me, of some. If I was to pick a Beatle album, it would be Abbey Road. I was going to say Abbey Road is the first one, you know, because that one, I think, I, I believe, I'm not that familiar with them, I believe that one is has a, a lot of hits on it. Uh, it's my I'm... favorite, favorite the the, sec, the flip side of the album is almost like one continuous uh, 
song, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just strung together. So, um, and it's got a great ending. Yeah. So that would be Abbey Road. Okay. All right. Uh, what about you, Michelle? Would there, would there be, we can just talk about it now. Cause I'll throw some out that I know I'm going to put in this thing immediately. Like I'm going to put in white snake, 19 self-titled 19, 1987, because it's got still the night is this love. Here I go again. Uh, crying in the rain. Um, you know, children of the night. I mean, it, it, it has a lot of songs that were either singles or had a fair amount of radio play and, are also songs that I just really enjoy, you know? I mean, if if I didn't feel the way I feel now, an album like Thriller would be a perfect one by Michael Jackson, you know? Uh, Duran Duran's Rio I, is a good one. Ah, uh, so, yeah. Were you going to say something, Michelle? I know what mine would be. Yeah? Bre- Breakfast in America, Super Tramp. Oh, there you go. Speaking of which karaoke um but uh yeah and uh, kat says i wouldn't need to to have a lot of hits having a lot of songs i like would be more important and uh but no i understand that yeah i mean i I guess it's that that's kind of my criteria too not necessarily hits but some to a certain degree though i want it to have appeal to other people so if they come over they're not going to be like Oh, well, I don't know anything in here. So I'm going to try, you know, I'm going to put some weird shit in there that only I know about. But another thing too, is I thought I don't own a lot of greatest hits albums, but I own some pretty cool greatest hits albums and I buy them because I, it's like, I already have all the, all the songs on the full albums, but sometimes unique best ofs will, will come out where there's like, a live track or newly recorded track or the order of the songs or the selection of the songs is really fascinating. So, you know, so throw on something like a black Sabbath greatest hits on there. I'm, I'm all for that, but then I'm, you know, I might also want to put a couple of full black Sabbath albums on there as well. Uh, but then again, it depends on what era of black Sabbath, because I'll probably put on a later era best of too. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, Miles, what about you? Is there anything that you would, uh, you know, or it, maybe not an album, but at least an artist that you would be like, oh, that's got to yeah. be on there. ABBA, my, my, I, I, my go-to, ABBA, Simon and Garfunkel, Laura Branigan. What a feeling. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and, and my favorite song is uh, it's just an instrumental it's a uh, classical gas by mason williams in 1968 oh there you go get that out of a youtube <laughs> yeah and you know what uh, you know what's definitely going on this jukebox <laughs> yeah i have that <laughs> album oh, yeah and and, uh, and rick roll uh the the never gonna oh, give you up sure sure yeah do i have the rick roll drop uh no, I don't think I do. Maybe it's actually under uh, Never Gonna... No, I got Never Gonna Happen from Stanley from The Office. Uh, Guess what? Never gonna happen! Yeah, so... <laughs> um, I think I played that um, all the way up until Election Day 2016. And then I stopped playing it. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so let me see. Def Leppard, Pyromania. Thank you, Clinster. That's a good one because, my God, Hysteria actually would be a good one because Hysteria's got a good one. Trojan Rabbit, Fleetwood Mac, Rumors. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, Meow Goodness. Um, and then uh, Kat says, I could go for Breakfast in America, 1984. Van Halen, 1984, I believe. A lot of stuff. Dad says, Creedence Clearwater Revival, Green River. Um, and uh, Paul, I don't know if there's any manuals with it or not. Uh, Theo says, The Beatles' White Album and Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. All good choices in crowd pleasers as well. Uh, Jay Colley Magical Mystery Tour. Um, so yeah, sorry, I had to go back and see some of those uh, uh, Paradise Rumors, Paradise Theater. Who, what's, who's, who did Paradise Theater? Is that an Elton John album? And Chicago 17. I don't know Paradise Theater. I don't know who did that. Meow Goodness, Queen Sheer Heart Attack. Ooh, that one has Stone Cold Crazy on it too, I believe, which is like one of their most metal songs. <laughs> Love that riff. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a lot of Sandy would want a lot of Jimmy Buffett and then 80s rock, including soft rock. Hello, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> so, you want some Lionel Richie on there? The Wall, Cat says the Wall would be included. Sticks is Paradise Theater. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, oh, well, people, once they caught wind of what we're talking about, saying, yeah, all right. There it is, the, the fantasy jukebox uh, mm. uh, pick, the draft. Now, I have that's, to get a Bruce Springsteen. You have oh. to get a Springsteen album in there. Oh, uh, you know what? You know what would be really interesting is I should do, I should do, we should do a turn up the night draft for like 20 of the CDs I put in. I'll pick like 20 um uh, i'll pick no it i'd have to pick 20 albums and then w they would we'd have to do a, a brackets thing and like have people rank the albums i'll make sure they're albums that everybody should know at least a few songs off of and we'll let uh albums duke it out we could do a march madness for that joe yeah so <laughs> yeah like uh munch yeah, maybe like uh <laughs> good mythical morning yeah, yeah. Clanster, Ziggy Stardust, uh, Trojan Rabbit, Changes Bowie. Adam says some Rush, some Sticks, some Bowie. Um, a hundred discs uh, is what it holds. So mm. I, I have a good uh, singers and songwriters compilation CD that I really like too. You know, I have a lot of really fun compilation albums. We also have the... Um, I can't remember what the name of the series is, but it's like um, New Wave Hits of the 80s, I think is what, what the series is. And there's like, I think like 17 or 18 volumes in it. And I bought them all for Susan one year for Christmas. I tracked them all down like used because they're all out of print. In these CDs, some of these, uh, uh, some of the songs on them, like, they can't be found on, you know, like you can't buy like some of these artists full albums. It's like some of the songs were picked out of soundtracks that are even harder to find or were never even put on vinyl. So, or never put on CD from vinyl. 
Um, and uh, so we, we, that's what we listened to on the way down to Rain and Bob's party last year. I took like all 17 volumes. <coughs> Excuse me. We listened to that. Oh, sorry. I swallowed some spit the wrong way. That's terrible. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't swallow your spit the wrong way, children. Um, but uh, if it's called spit, then why do they call if it's it's saliva in your mouth, but spit if you spit it out, right? Is that it? Can't right. be spit if it's in your mouth. No, it's saliva. Okay. Slobber. If you, if you choke on it, <clears throat> it's choky saliva. Yeah, there you go. Chunky. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Adam says Prince Originals and Purple Rain. Jay Colley says. Um, and uh, meow goodness, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Heather, some uh, born in the USA. Clinster Springsteen live seventy five to eighty five. Now that that would probably be a big crowd pleaser too. Uh, mm-hmm. So anyway, but anyway, yeah. Uh, meow goodness, Neil Diamond Stones. Well, on that note, we're gonna. Uh, well, no, it's a little bit early for the break, um, and we don't have the Green News report, so we're gonna have another song, folks. None of the, you know, all artist approved music here on the live broadcast. Um, oh, and there were some, uh, just on a, a technical note, there were some server issues. Uh, if people were trying to listen on TuneIn, uh, TuneIn is 100% fixed now. There was a minor encoder glitch. I don't know how it happened, but our second encoder wasn't working. And basically, what we did was we switched over from our first encoder to our second encoder. Uh, to we switched those to the tune-in feed. It took some time for that to get over to tune-in. That's why we had uh, we have two feeds. Um, but uh, so it, it's it's weird, uh, you know. But there was an issue when it went to switch, and basically I had to reset it and then start and stop the network a couple times and got it going. Adam Hebert says, "Why no GNR?" I'm not that big of a Guns and Roses fan. Uh, and Axl Rose had some pretty grotesque lyrics at one point too. Mm-hmm. A lot of misogynist lyrics on uh, Mister uh, on uh, Appetite for Destruction. Um, Rocket Queen is really gross. Yeah, Yo. right, Brandy. Brandy agrees. Yay. So I I had to I had to press the push to talk just so you could hear him. Oh, good boy! What a good kitty. Sorry, I'm I yeah. Just, Go ahead. Just as that happened, uh, meow goodness said Cat Stevens. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, that's um, funny. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, Cat Stevens is good. Um, uh, Susan's a Cat Stevens fan, or Yusef Islam is his name now, right? Yes. Got put on a travel ban during uh, the Bush administration. Kareem from- Abdul Jabbar is his name. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. He's also a <laughs> great basketball player. Great basketball uh, player. Anyway. All right. Uh, oh, Adam saying, you need some Weird Al, Kenny. What Weird Al, though? Think about that, Adam. If it, if it could only be one Weird Al. And Warren Zevon, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, excitable uh, excitable yeah. Boy would be a must. That album has so many good songs on it. So, rolling the headless Thompson Gunner. Thompson Gunner. Yeah. Yep. That yeah. was da- that's David Letterman's favorite Warren Zevon song. Oh, I love that song. That piano is incredible. Incredible. 
Um, but uh, anyway, Country Joe and the Fish, electric music for bo- mind and body, Dad says. And uh, uh, there we go. So Flashes of uh, Woodstock. Uh, we definitely have to have some dead Kennedys. Oh, yeah, Frankenchrist, probably. That's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> so offensive. <laughs> they win. They tried to be so offensive <laughs> Offensive with that album, even with the, the special insert poster by H.R. Giger called Penis Landscape. And yes, I've broken the rule! Don't say penis in this house! Oh, and that was probably super crystal clear, wasn't it? It was nice. It was, yes. Yeah. You hear the trembling in the voice, yes. You hear the emphasis on the penis. Don't say penis in this house! Um, anyway, alright, let's go to the break. Uh, Michelle, would you like uh, Dracula's Magic Ring of Power? But of course. All right. Uh, Dracula's magic ring of power. Here it goes. Uh, got it loaded in. Uh, no green news report tonight, as I mentioned before. Uh, hello, Brad and Desi. Uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Turn up the Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
kiss you in the mouth. I am Miles Legant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! They couldn't even say Nazi. They won't say Nazis! Nazis! Oh boy, somebody's having a rough day. Uh, welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me as always, well, not as always, I, I always talk to him every week on Mike Check Radio, uh, the one and only Miles Lagon, Master Button Pusher. Welcome back, sir. Thank you, thank you. And Michelle Lagon, uh, the mother of kittens, uh, she of the purple um, locks. Welcome back. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> uh so yeah uh welcome back everybody and of course joe santoris of scranton pennsylvania uh why don't we uh put you on double duty this week and have you do uh name calling once again joe 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 mooted again i don't think he's he's i don't think he's a mat master button pusher (laughs) i don't know joe are you there well maybe he had something come up I don't know. Let's see. Is he still? Is he still there? Um, <clears throat> anyway, here we are in uh, the recording studio, and it says he is still there, I believe. But anyway, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, we'll all go ahead and do a quick round of name calling, and I'll give I'll give everybody an album that I want to put in my jukebox. Um, so, uh, but Joe, you're not back, are you? Joe, you there? Okay, I don't know. So, anyway, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Okay, here we go. I forget how to do this. No, I remember how to do it. Uh, In the chat room, Mr. Adam Hebert, who I believe will be joining us shortly uh, when he shows up in the recording studio over on Discord. Uh, Yeah, so Adam Hebert, I will give you... Hmm, let me see kiss creatures of the night because that's going in my jukebox uh clinster lucky lucky you know what hmm let me see if you'd appreciate this one um i think 
I don't know if it's self-titled. I think it's, yes, the self-titled Talus album with Billy Sheehan on bass. Really great album. And it's got a, you know, it wasn't a big hit maker, but every song on it's good. And actually, if uh, you're not familiar with Billy Sheehan, he played bass with David Lee Roth for a spell when he had Steve Vai on guitar. And they took one of the Talus songs written by Billy Sheehan and his bandmates called Shy Boy and covered that on the Eat'em and Smile David Lee Roth album, which featured Yankee Rose. There we go. And next up, I'll give Heather Yankee Rose <laughs> by David Lee Roth, because that, that might be a good album to put in there, too. Uh, and Joe, are you back by chance? Man, this oh, is dear. this is not bode well. I don't see him in the chat room oh. either. So anyway, we'll find out where he is. You know, maybe he just had um, he'd pick up the feather duster off the carpet. It's possible he got no. I see him in the chat room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's there. Uh, yeah. So anyway, and uh, let me see. Uh, Jay Colley seven one nine. I'm going to give you Motley Crue, Shout at the Devil, because that has a lot of good songs on it. And I, I like metal and and hair hair metal, cock rock, whatever. Uh, Ken Sr. Hmm. I think I'll give you Yngwie J. Malmsteen's Rising Force Trilogy. That had some really good songs on it. And again, all you guys are like eyes glazing over. Well, okay, Ken. You're just trying to be weird and goofy. <laughs> no, I really like these albums. Uh, and uh, Joe, you're not back? Marnus 3 in the chat room. I'll give Joe Racer X Second Heat. Very good album. Very good underground album. But again, has a lot of good songs on it. Um, and let's see. Meow Goodness. Oh, hmm. Let me see. How about you know what uh, the Ace Fraley solo album? Uh, f because that one's got a lot of good songs. That's a that could be a fan favorite too because it's gonna have New York Groove on it. Everybody knows that song. Everybody loves that song. A little bit of tiny little bit of stompy disco flair to it. Um, with Anton Fig on drums. Anton Fig from David Letterman's uh, late night band. Anton Fig played drums for many, many years with Ace Fraley from Kiss, if anybody didn't know that. But he never went on tour with them because, are you serious? You're going to give up the gig on David Letterman to go on a tour? <laughs> you know, uh, you know you, 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 you're just walking away from a TV paycheck? No. <laughs> um, nope. Did a few select gigs with them. And they recorded an EP uh, when it was Fraley's comic called Live Plus One. And it actually has an amazing Anton Fig drum solo on it, uh, on a song called Breakout, written by the late Eric Carr. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I, 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 it's like when I start talking about music and the origins and the band members and who wrote this and who wrote that, uh, my brain just won't stop spewing things out, Michelle. I don't know why. Uh, there you go, full nerd. Yeah, uh, yeah, full. Yeah, it's like it's like somebody talking about a, a football team or something, you know. <laughs> oh, God. oh, there's Joe. There's Joe. There he so, is. There he is. All right, everything under control. It is now. Okay. Did you go pick up the feather duster off the carpet? <laughs> yeah. Did you yes, fold up? Did, did you fold up? Fold up did the parachute. I did. Okay. All right. And it's repacked for another another round. All right. There you go. 
Um, and uh, Michelle and Miles in South Florida. I'm going to give you guys um, the spanking the spanking. Oh, 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 oh! For Michelle, Michelle, uh, Deep Purple in Rock, my favorite Deep Purple album. Oh, cool. And you know what? I'm going to put another Deep Purple album in right next to that. And I'll give that to Miles. Fireball. Oh, my God. Fireball. Such a good album. Everybody swears up and down by the Machine Head album. That's the one with Smoke on the Water and Highway Star. But those other two albums are far superior uh, song-wise. Smoke on the Water is a great song. Overplayed. But, you know, uh, you know there are the songs Fireball or Into the Fire or Speed King black knight all those songs so good um and and never barely ever played outside of maybe a college radio station um and uh let me see rocky mountain mike Ooh, he has discerning uh tastes in music so i know he does not like heavy metal at all uh so i'll try and give him something that's not on my metal spectrum of music um and you know uh, no, I didn't say no. not rock. He likes rock. He just doesn't like metal. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if he he's if he's a, appreciates them or not. Um, but I think Sparks number one in heaven. Uh, that's a really great. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who Sparks are, but it's two brothers, Ron and Russell Mayle, who work with a bunch of different uh, Ron Mayle. Uh, I think Ron Mayo plays keyboards, Russell Mayo sings, and they write really cool, quirky songs without delving into like comedy rock or, or comedy pop or something like that. Um, and the, the song, the the album Number One in Heaven has a song called The Number One Song in Heaven. And the lyrics are like, this is the number one song in heaven, heaven written, of course, by the mightiest hand. Uh, all the all of the angels are sheep in the fold of their master. They'll always follow the master and his plan. <laughs> but it's basically about the God wrote a song and it was the number one song in heaven, <laughs> and it was the song they were singing. So weird on a lot of levels, but very good. Um, and uh, let me see, Sandy and Durwood. Sandy and Durwood does also not like metal, but I'll give you. Uh, 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 Ozzy Osbourne, The Ultimate Sin. <laughs> it's his more flowery album. Had a lot of synthesizers on that album, much to uh, everyone's chagrin. But it's still a good album. As uh, uh, The Ultimate Sin is a big song, uh, Killer of Giants. A lot of uh, anti-nuke sentiment on that album, The Ultimate Sin. That's what The Ultimate Sin is. Nuclear war. Uh, Theo, um... Well, you know, who boy, I'm trying to think, you know what? I, I think I would put on, um, again, Theo, I know isn't a fan of metal, uh, but one of my favorite bands from the sixties, love, uh, has a lot of great songs. Anybody who listens to the Stephanie Miller show will probably recognize there's a, a musical segue that they used to use at least. Uh, I don't know if they still use it or not, but it's like this really cool, um, like uh brass section uh, and it sounds almost like you know um toreador conquistador kind of like really you know it's like I, I i i know i'll just sound like an idiot if i try and emulate the sound but that comes from a love song and i think it's from and more again they, they have a song called and more again 
uh, spelled it, it's it's three words, mushed into one and more again. But yeah, they, they have a lot of really great songs. They do a great version of uh, Burt Bacharach's uh, Little Red Book. Um, really nice upbeat version of that. So probably a love greatest hits CD would you know because some of the deeper cuts get into the psychedelic weirdness. Um, and oh boy, I'm so far down in the chat. It's not even funny. So far behind in the chat. Um, and uh, all right, so I guess I just have Trojan Rabbit left. Oh. This is Spinal Tap. We'll give him that. Uh, so who who wouldn't want to hear? I mean, because this is Spinal Tap. Actually, there's so many fun songs on that. Um, and uh, of course, I think probably just about uh, everybody's favorite song off of that is uh, Stonehenge, where the demons dwell, where the banshees live and they do live well. There you go. And yes. Uh, oh, that's cool. So, uh, and, uh, yeah, Heather says Ozzy's, uh, wife, Sharon stopped dyeing her hair. Yes. So she's, she's rocking the silver hair now. Although I will say, I, I you know, uh, you know, that's cool and everything, but she's an awful human being. <laughs> she's so mean. She cheated. So she as Ozzy's manager. She cheated so many artists that worked with him out of writing credits, out of uh, songwriting royalties, um, you know, there were two guys that, uh, Lee Kerslake and, uh, Bob Daisley played bass and drums on the first, the Blizzard of Oz album with Crazy Train. You know, everybody knows Crazy Train, right? Um, the guys who played on that and wrote the music for it, and I think Bob Daisley even wrote the lyrics for it, uh, they didn't get songwriting credits for that. And they got, they didn't even get performance credits until years later, the credits for that were always given to Tommy Aldridge on drums and Rudy Sarzo on bass. And neither one of those guys played any of those songs, and they definitely didn't write them. Uh, so, so yeah, and that was all Sharon Osbourne's uh, doing. She also, cut the in an Ozfest one time, uh, she got mad at somebody from Iron Maiden for saying something. Um, or, or, you know, or daring to, you know, question her or something like that. And she had their power cut mid, uh, mid song. And if you could imagine, oh, that's sweet. if wow. you can imagine at an outdoor festival, when you cut all of the power to, to that, how long does it take for all that shit to go back up? And it was probably in the time where, you know, a lot of the controls for the lights and, um, sound were computerized too. So what if a computer decides not to come back up, you know? So, uh, so yeah, so she's done some really shady things. Jakey Lee, the guitarist who played on bark at the moon, didn't get writing credits that he deserved and was just a young kid and like flown out to, France or Scotland or something like I don't know some some somewhere in Europe he was flown out and left in the chateau all by himself and was told finish the record and then they were like and he's like okay well I need some money and then they like only paid him a portion of what they promised him and it was like the first time he'd ever left the United States and uh and, and he was like I was a kid I was scared I was by myself and you know <clears throat> that's what I had to do but I'll tell you what I got a hell of a performance out of him on Bark at the Moon. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah. So, anyway. 
Um, yeah, and uh, Clenster says he remembers the story about the bassist and drummer on Blizzard, Blizzard of Oz. Um, and then, yeah, they tr- she, uh, uh, she she tried to re-record the bass and drum tracks and just to screw the original players. Yes, you are correct. Um, so, so yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> some fun facts about Sharon Osbourne. Um, that's some serious issues. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and that's you know, just and not not just that, but uh, you know, her public demeanor and like the 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 way they did that the that reality show with the whole family and everything. Oh, that was such a disgrace. I, I was so disgusted by that as a as a real fan of Ozzy Osbourne. That I just you know I just stopped. I didn't buy any of his new music. You know, it was just like that was the the cheapest, most exploitive cash grab. How could you do that to your spouse? Just make them a national embarrassment like that. Everybody knew Ozzy was a screw-up already. You didn't have to, you know, when he's suffering with addiction, put him on the TV and, you know, you know, it, it's just, it, it, I, I just thought that was a really low point in television in general, you know. Uh, she made Sarah Palin look like a Girl Scout. You betcha. Suck it up, cupcake. So, <laughs> um... Yeah, oh yeah, here. We'll, we'll we can play that for you. Suck it up, cupcake. There it is. Oh, she goes right through you. Oh yeah. Right through you. Right through you. Mhm. Don't you yeah, you betcha. Don't you know. Oh, say it ain't so, Joel. Um But can I yeah. Call you Joel? So, can I call you Joel? <laughs> sure. Can I call you Cuckoo? Um and you don't uh, have to call me Johnson. Yeah. Well, you can call me Ray. You can call me Jay. You can call me Jay. Yeah. Uh, who was that that did that? Leon Redbone? <laughs> if it wasn't, it was somebody that looked like him. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> not many people look <laughs> like that either. No. Uh, no. Yeah, it's Frosty like saying, snowman. Not saying, I don't think it was Tiny Tim, but it was somebody who looked just like him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he had crutches and he limped. Not sure if it was Andre the Giant, but it sure looked like him. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah. So I don't see anybody has any birthdays out there. Has anybody uh, seen uh, anything? I didn't see anything. Nothing. Okay, it wasn't Leon Redbone. No. It was Raymond J. Johnson Jr. Oh, okay. But he kind of looked like well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm yeah. I, I they probably look vaguely familiar. Familiar, and I was a kid, and I was like, okay. I almost made up a new word, familiar, which is similar and familiar all at once. Familiar looks familiar to me. There, there you go. <laughs> You're very familiar to me. <laughs> familiar. Well, uh, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll I, I like that. I sort of like that. Let me write that down in the TUTNisms book. So, uh, let me see. Where does that go? It goes after Murder Fist. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and after Prescient. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, yeah. No birthdays. Yeah. Raymond J. Johnson. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know why. I don't know why I mixed those up. Um,. Oh, Mal Goodness is saying Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass Whipped Cream and Other Delights. That is, you know what? That's a solid, solid album. 
There are so many great songs. I think I think that has the Lonely Bull and Zorba the Greek. Maybe I don't know if they're all on that album or not. Um, I think it does it have Green Peppers on it too. A lot of good songs. I, I it's so funny because that's probably the one artist I can name the most instrumentals by is Herb Alpert. You know, and it was funny too because like in the eighties, I I found out who Herb Alpert was uh, from David Letterman. Because he would show up on Letterman all the time and play with the band, and then he'd play one of his you know like new jazz songs or whatever. Um, and it wasn't until I in my early twenties I was at the thrift store and I see this big stack of Herb Alpert records, and I was like, and the covers were ridiculous and awesome, and I was like, I'm gonna buy these for like twenty cents a piece. And now I still have all those Herb Alpert records to this day, and they're all great. They're all great. You can put them on and. There's not a bad song on any of them. I think I only have like a CD of his greatest hits. That's probably what I'm mixing up with Whipped Cream and Other Delights. But yes, yeah, great songs. Again, Zorba the Greek is awesome. That's such a great song. Um, but uh, and, and the thing is, everybody out there's probably heard him, just doesn't know him by name, you know. And, and I don't know him all by name. I'm not saying, you know, I'm any kind of, you know, genius. I could probably hear one and call it by the wrong name, but. You know them all. So, uh, anyway, yeah, so no birthdays. Uh, and I think we're, yeah, we're caught up on everything. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else you guys want to mention before we go to the break? Mm, nothing comes to mind. Yeah, okay. um, just that Miles is shivering. He's got his blanket on now. So I had to close the window. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I my this uh, the office doesn't stay very warm, so I had to put a flannel on because the temperature has been down a little bit here. It's a uh, beer. And we just hit fifty nine. Oh, okay. Oh, poor thing. Uh, so, uh, yeah, rub a little salt in that wound. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like twenty here. So, uh, uh, my back would be cramping at that. Weren't you just saying you wanted to trade weather with us for a while? That may have been me. Oh, oh, that was you. That's right. That's right. That's you. I, I'm sorry. I got that backwards. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So Miles, Miles likes the heat. Get, get him, get him a hot uh, rock. I can handle the heat. Uh, I'm not a fan of it, but I really can't handle the cold. I mean, yeah. I'll just have to keep up putting on more layers. And just, I don't tell Michelle not to open the house. I just start backing on the layers the colder she likes it. That's just <laughs> the way it is. Buy him a hot rock, Michelle. He can lay on it like a lizard. Well, I have a heating blanket for him. But, well, a hot, but, a, but a giant man-sized hot rock would be really cool looking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he could just drape himself over it. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if that'd be so good for your back either. <laughs> so, <laughs> But... Uh, uh, I don't just a giant rock to land. Um, but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and go to the break. And when we come back, we'll see what else. I don't know, Joe, if there's something you want to talk about, Miles, Michelle, anything, uh, feel free to throw it out there. It is a free for all tonight, after all. I don't want to monopolize all the time. I can, I can just keep talking and talking and talking about dumb things nobody else cares about, um, or whatever. You know, talk about some more more deep cut information on you know Black Sabbath when we come back. 
Uh, so, uh, anywho, or the Shrapnel Records label. I could go through the history of Shrapnel Records if you guys would be interested. It spawned a lot of great guitarists that went on to a lot of big and bigger and better bands. If you want to know more about that, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. It wasn't uh, different. That was sure for sure. For those who dare. Wow. IndieMediaWeekly.com. This is so cool. It's cool. Wow. And now, on with the show. I'm German-Irish. Well, let me tell you something, my crowd Mick friend. I'm going to make so much trouble for you, you won't know what it is. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide and all that jazz, radio for humans. And uh, currently the temperature here is 28 degrees. So it's not horrible, but still. 60 degrees sounds a lot more fun. Uh, and But it does get chilly, you're right. If, if the windows are open at 59 degrees, yeah, I could see that being a little too, little too chilly. Uh and uh and of course uh another interesting thing about running um this program uh the uh discord is that it takes me about th- this will show you how much cpu usage um uh it it, it skype used to use um it, just to kind of illustrate so you guys understand is uh, i save the show every hour by hour so i save an hour long mp3 essentially and uh typically you know every once in a while i'd have a problem and we come back from break a little bit late and i have to play like a couple promos at the top of the hour that's because the file hadn't been done save you know done being saved um you know because basically i played the on with the show thing that's not being recorded I mean, it is on our server, but not here. But that you know, completely different thing. Um, but when I save the files now, it takes about a minute and a half. Before it would take like three and a half minutes with Skype running. So Very that nice. that will illustrate how, how. Yeah, yeah, big big difference. Uh, and of course, uh, that those voices you hear, Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. And Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Mr. Hot Rock. 
Uh, well, one of the positive things about this cold weather uh, front that just came through is it will make our visit to the Ren Fair tomorrow most pleasant. Oh, yeah, very good, very good. So uh, now I, I got to ask, uh, well, here, let, let's get into this in, in a second. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I'm Welcome still here. Back to you. Yeah, and okay. what, it's about the same temperature out there, about 28, 30? Yeah, it's around 20. Yeah, so it was cold. It was it was like ten this morning. Yeah, it was it was a definitely much colder this morning. Uh, yeah, I think yesterday was the coldest day it's been in a while. Last Friday, I think, was the absolute coldest it's been in a while. But it, it's it's on the upswing, so we'll see. No more snow here. You got, did all your snow go away? Almost. Yeah. Little 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 dots here and there, but it's yeah. going. Big dirty pile in a parking lot somewhere. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and just like, just like we were colder here than in Antarctica. You know that. Yeah, I think I heard something about that. That's nuts. Antarctica hit seven, sixty-five degrees. That's oh. messed up. Oh boy, sixty-five degrees. Hello, icebergs. Goodbye. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, goodbye. Ho- go- goodbye um. Planet Earth. Goodbye, perm or permafrost. Hello, icebergs, and then you know nothing, or not permafrost glaciers. Uh, yeah. So you're going to the Ren Fair tomorrow. Where is it? Down. Um, I think it's right at the 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 border. I think it's at the north end of Broward County, south end of West Palm. Have you been so, to this same one before? Long I long time. It's been a while. So we have a friend that's really big into Ren Fairs, and he's yeah. like, "Yay, come with us!" I'm like, "Yeah, all right." So a whole bunch of us are. Are, are you uh, are you dressing as yes. it, in in uh, period clothing? Yes, Michelle uh, bought us some with uh, clothes. Yes, nice. but I have a little addition to my outfit. I got you, the I got the the overdress and the chemise and all of that. But it's also time. Uh, traveler weekend that's the theme for this weekend of the Ren Fair. Oh, so I went into fun. I went into my costume closet, dug around for a little bit, and I found my uh, S- uh my uh, original Star Trek tricorder, which I'm oh, going to be as well. That's super fun. I was gonna guess a sonic screwdriver. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but no, that's fun. That's the, the you know that's that's exciting. Um, I would wear a long scarf and a fedora. I'm pretty sure we will see people like that. There's going to yes. be like steampunk people. There'll probably be even people in Star Trek uniforms. Well, so. you know, if I ever decided to do something like that, Theo gifted me his Tom Baker era uh, Stetson and uh, scarf. And the scarf is beautiful. Um. Not this past Christmas, but Christmas 2018, I wore the scarf to my brother-in-law's because my nephew uh, uh, is a huge Doctor Who fan. And he was like, give me that scarf. And I was like, no. 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 <laughs> he, he, well, actually, actually, he put it on and he was like, do you like my new scarf? And I was like, okay. So, yeah, that came home with me. Don't worry, Theo. And that sucker, you could like, 
you know, if you were if you were skinny enough, they could be a nice little blanket for you because <laughs> it's but long. It is. Yeah, I mean, I have one. Oh no way! Nice. Yes, I do. We'll have to wear uh, wear them together sometime. Yeah, maybe uh, in June. Yeah, <laughs> in Virginia. <laughs> sh- well, I'll not show, Virginia. I'll, I'll show up. I'll show up in my Doctor Who scarf and. Sure, wear a whole jacket and everything. The whole thing. Yeah. So, uh, will you take your TARDIS? Uh, I'll appear at a TARDIS. How's that? Okay. I, That's I was gonna, gonna, I just, right in the middle of the, the party. I'll, I was just going to say, if you're taking the TARDIS, could you swing by and pick us up? I know it's bigger on the inside, so I could fit my karaoke machine and, oh, uh, in there. Easily. We could fit yeah. Cleveland in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so uh, uh, all right, so welcome back everybody, and uh, yeah, that you guys have a great time tomorrow. That sounds like a lot of fun, and um, uh, yeah. So, was there? I'm sorry. Before I get into this, is there anything anybody wanted to talk about? I don't have much. Joe, um, is there, go ahead, Miles. Anything uh, in the news? Uh, 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 the only thing I've seen is that uh, apparently um, Bloomberg has released certain women from their NDAs <laughs> to a little too little too late. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's a real winner. So, you know, I mean, he said, you know, I mean, the guy ran as a Republican before and said, I'll be a Republican for a long time after I agree with all their shit. A long time. Yeah, very long time. <laughs> so, very long time. <laughs> uh, you can really hear the them dentures hitting her tongue there, and that if you pay pay close attention. A very long time. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Clonk. Oh, Clinster says. Speaking of Doctor Who scars, my wife is crocheting me one now. She's gotten a foot and a half done. Wow, nice. Got so, a long way to go. Well, that's a good start. Foot and a half, you know. Foot and a half, so. yeah, but she, you got to go another 12 feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not quite that much. I think it's probably eight feet long. I, If I had to guess, it's eight or ten feet long. But, I mean, when you wrap it around your neck, well, you, when you wrap it around your face and head and neck... <laughs> And body and, and arms and, you, and legs, and then, and then you pull it down. I can't even imagine how big it is on you, Joe. So, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I'm only five seven. Yeah. So you know, it's I look like Trump with a red tie. <laughs> there you go. There's the. Uh, we'll give you the 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 red shot in the A train. Ah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't sure when Adam was going to join us, uh, but Adam, if you're listening and you're home and you want to join in, just come in. You know how you know your way in. I don't have to add add you now if you have permissions. Um, you know the name. Look up the number. He made it, didn't he? Or was that you, Michelle? Yes, yes. he made the room. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. He built this room. Yeah. I can uh, see he's online. He yeah. built this city. And rock and roll. The little yeah. green dot by his name. 
knee deep in the city or oh, I'm sorry I'm sorry knee deep in the city um uh, I just blew my my trivia question what was the name of the album that we built this city on rock and roll came from uh starship what was the what was the album title I don't know it's I'll give you a hint it's a line from the song we built this city uh let's see on rock and roll knee deep in the hoopla Oh okay. Yeah. So we always we you thought forgot that- an album. You forgot an, you forgot some Frank Zappa albums too. You know, Joe's Garage would be a good one. Hot Rats. Yeah, I don't know Hot Rats that well, but you know, Apostrophe is a good one. And their first album, Freako. Yeah, yeah. With my favorite song, Help, I'm a Rock. Oh. Well, it sounds like Adam has joined us, but it sounds like he's on his phone. Are you on your phone, Adam? Uh, yeah, because I'm still out. The oh, you don't running late. No, that's fine. You don't have to join in if you're out. So, no, wait till you're home because it sounds it sounds funny. Okay, then I will so. uh, see. I'll try and be home soon. Bye. No, take your. You know, I'm I'm not trying to shove you out the door, uh, but you know, just you know, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, here's, uh, a, here's a coat. Yeah, but no, yeah, don't don't try and hurry. Just get home when you get home and then uh, pop in then. So Okay. All right. Talk to you in a little bit. So um I feel bad to it. But I, I might I, I might have to disable those sounds. I don't know if there's a way to do that. I'm sure there probably is, but I don't they're actually quite quite pleasant sounds though when people join in. That leave. wasn't bad. No, that wasn't it's bad. It's not like mm-hmm. Skype boop 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 boop. I know. Let's see. I know. I always, I always knew Skype when it, when I was watching uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. And you know, there's <laughs> there's some Nazi scientists out there that are still alive that like found the Fountain of Youth and they're still alive and they're like, let's see how we can make Skype even more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> we finally conquer the world with Skype and annoying people to death. Uh, they came pretty close. <laughs> and we know where your family lives. <laughs> yes. And just to make sure. Because we, say- we, we can see them. <laughs> yeah. and just Skype. make sure you don't say Nazi. They couldn't even say Nazi. <laughs> he would say Nazi. Nazi. He was Nazi. He was Nazi. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's my favorite clip. <laughs> but, you know. You know where those Nazis are located, right? Illinois. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. Yeah. So there's dozens of them. Dozens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs> <laughs> See, now this is a new experience for everybody. And hello, Radio Bear. Um, thanks for uh, joining us. Um, yeah, Radio Bear is a regular listener to Paul's Memory Bank. Um, and uh, yeah, I, we're, we're having fun here, Radio Bear. If uh, you hadn't uh, heard us mention it yet, we're not using Skype anymore. We're using um, Discord. And my co-host's voices are much clearer. Sounds like, hey, who knows who's broadcasting the show now, right? We don't know. We're mystery, mystery co-hosts. But it's yeah. coming from inside the house. 
Yeah, exactly. And I know Miles has that clip right at his fingertips, uh, of course. And, uh, shit. <laughs> I just had it here and I moved it. Call is coming from inside the house. Um, see, Miles, I actually was going to try and set that up uh, uh, differently, but you, you did it for me. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. My squad car is going over there right now. Just get out of that house. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, Joe, can you play me that Darth Vader no clip, please? The Darth Vader no clip? Yeah, can you play that for me real quick, please? No. You're supposed to say yes, and then I'll play it. Yes. It'll sound like oh, okay. No! Oh, what a fun, sexy time for you. Usually we do so well at the improv here. But not tonight. Not tonight. The improv. Not tonight. The, I We're think not... our, our improv encoder is down. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> our, our improv, uh, our improv, improv, uh, skills are lacking tonight. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Something or other, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, let me see. Now I decided it would be fun to grab something from my library. Do you guys want to know what book I picked up? I, I, I have a small, uh, set of uh, i have a small bookshelf in our sun porch okay. of like a lot of reference books and older books and weird books and i just decided to grab one um mm -hmm. and i think miles and michelle might want a copy of this for tomorrow for the ren fair i grabbed the wordsworth book of spells by arthur edmund Waite. so wow yeah so i collect uh books on the occult they're not like rare books or anything like that. I just love looking at stuff like this, especially, you know, when I was doing comic books and stuff, I would uh, get this stuff because I'd like to incorporate, you know, weird occult things in my artwork and whatnot. Uh, so, yeah, so there's a, we got contents here, the table of contents. Um, there, There's the preface and the introduction. Boring. Uh, part one, the literature of ceremonial magic, chapter one, the antiquity of magical rituals, and then, uh, one, the importance of ceremonial magic, two, the distinction between white and black magic, three, the unprinted literature of ceremonial magic, and chapter two, the rituals of transcendental magic, um, and the, the, in that, the, Arbitel of magic, uh, the Thespia of magic, the Enchiridon of Pope Leo. I don't know how to say it. In Enchiridon, Enchiridon, in Enchiridion. I had an Enchiridion one day. It gave me a really, really bad heartburn. Um, <laughs> the seven mysterious uh, Orisons, Orisons. Summary of Transcendental Magic. Yeah, so it's got all kinds of fun stuff in there for the beginning uh, spellcaster. Look at that. There's, uh, yeah, but yeah, there's there's things about the Grand Grimoire, the Grimoire of Erroneous. Uh, or... Yeah, just just enough to get, your, get you in trouble when you summon something bigger than your head. Yeah, 
So, all right. So here, the first uh, first thing, uh, thing we're going to do on the show, let's see what spell we can pull up. Uh, no, I'm not going to try and guess the spell on the show. That's ridiculous, folks, because I don't believe in it. Uh, but just to play it safe. I don't want the server to go down or something. So is there a summer summon server demon? <laughs> um anyway no but there are a few chance to get rid of gremlins so yeah summon mail or demon <laughs> uh rid troll <laughs> see I'm, I'm you know you ever see the mail or demon like you, you get an email that comes back you know and it says mail or demon but it's it's d-a-e i forget how yes yeah so but anyway um so yeah, so I just thought uh, you know every once in a while I'll just grab a book off the bookshelf and tell you what what I have. What's in Kenny Pick's library, folks? Oh, and rest in peace, Coffin Joe. By the way, I made a post about that on my Facebook, Michelle. I don't know if you're familiar with his, uh, and I know I can't say his name properly. I'm not gonna try and butcher it. I'll I'll try and do my best. Um, but Jose Mojica Marins. Uh, has passed away. He's a Brazilian star. He was known as Coffin Joe. Had some very, very, very twisted horror films. Um, like Drag Me to Hell was one of them. Um, have you seen... Uh, oh, no. At Midnight, I'll Take Your Soul. That's what it is. This Night, I'll Possess Your Corpse, Embodiment of Evil, and the Bloody Exorcism of Coffin Joe. Uh, and I actually have a limited edition... Migo style figure I got last year of Coffin Joe that was offered by Paul Bearer Press, um, uh, one uh, limited out of a hundred. So um, uh, yeah, so that's it's really sad. So Coffin Joe has passed away. Or have you ever heard of him, Michelle? Yeah, um, I recognize him. Um, I think I saw him in like one of the uh, documentaries or something I've watched before. Um, gets he definitely has a very unique look to him. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll have. To I'm wondering you- if those nails are real because they look real. Oh, I think they are. There is a very they, they curl that way that human nails do when they get really long. Oh yeah. One place somebody may have seen. If anybody is familiar, I think John John Stewart had a show, I believe, on MTV in the very early '90s. I think late '80s, early '90s. Does anybody remember that? Like John Stewart yeah, from I the remember Daily him. Show. I remember him back then. He was yeah. really young and oh yeah, looked like a kid. Oh yeah. Well, he had Coffin Joe on his uh, on his on that show, and Coffin Joe like put him in a coffin and started like dumping dirt and worms and bugs on him and stuff like that, and he got really freaked out. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, there you go. Coffin Joe met John Stewart. Joe. <laughs> Did he meet Jorge Luis Borges? I don't think he met Borges, no. No. Well, I think he died late 70s, early 80s. Okay. I, I don't remember when he passed away. It might Too have been later late. than that. Um, Too late. Uh, let's see. When did, when did Jorge uh, Luis? I think it's Borges. It could be Borges, uh, but I think it's, I think it's Borges. I'm not sure. Uh, he passed away in 1986, but he was okay. born, he was born in 1899. 
So, you know, that's pretty good So he good had a life. good run. Yeah. Good run. Yeah. And he was blind for a, a large portion of the the back end of his life. And he actually wrote some of his best stories when he after he was blind. Um, but, yeah, you got to make sure you get good translations. And, uh, yeah, and he was Argentinian as well. Uh, That's right. Oh, no, well, he was Argentinian. Coffin Joe is Brazilian. Sorry. My mistake. Um, but, yeah, so there you go. Rest in peace, uh, Coffin Joe. And, uh, but yeah, um, those movies, those movies are fucked up. (laughs) I love them. Yeah. He, he died, uh, bronchial pneumonia. Mm. That's gotta be a rough way to go. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, rest in peace, Coffin Joe. I'll try and get a picture of my custom, uh, not custom, but my, uh, uh, limited edition Coffin Joe, uh, figure and put it in the chat room for everybody on this break. Um, Does it have the funky fingernails? I don't know because he's still in the box, uh, but I'll try and peek and see. I'm not sure. Probably not. Um, but, you know, anyhow, I'll get a picture of it anywho. But anyway, uh, let's see. I have a Coffin Joe t shirt too because this actually has a little bit of damage on the paint that I still have to repair. And I, I, I gave, read him the riot act. I was actually very polite to them. But I said, um, yeah, there's some damage paint on this. And they were like, oh, we had no idea. Here, we'll send you a free shirt and some stickers and some patches. And they sent me a whole bunch of stuff. So I was like, all right, you done good. Um, but anywho, um, let's go ahead and run to the break. And uh, we'll be right back. Hmm, what to play, though? I think we should hear a Bobber song. Um, we'll play Invisible. That's a good one. So uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio.
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America.
Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Port St. Lucie, twice. And, of course, uh, I want to say a special shout-out to living in Long Island. So, thank you, Long Island. And, uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to hearing from you uh, soon. Uh, hope um, everything's going as, as best as it can. I, I know you're a tough guy, and you can, you can get through this. So, I uh, just want to let you know we're thinking of you. And uh, we'll see you in the chat room soon. Uh, so, uh, welcome back, uh, everybody. And yeah, I posted a picture of the Coffin Joe figure in there. And guess what, Michelle? They had a lot of attention to detail. You can't see it in the picture. I had to do it real pretty quick. But yeah, he's got long They They did custom hands for him. And he's got the long claws. I never yeah, noticed. Yeah, I looked him up on... And um, like Mego Watch or something like that, they have a picture of him with his hand outstretched, and you can see the nice gnarly looking claws. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Was it the Mego Museum? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Mego Museum is a huge. I'm friends with the guy who runs that and everything. So I'm on the inside. I'm in the inside crowd, sort of. I'm still working my way in because yes, I've only are. been a, a member for like a year and a half. But they all like my custom stuff and. My uh, my castle tower is done um, with uh, some minor tweaking, and I need to get some different lighting. I think I found some interesting lighting uh, to use for uh, that, that'll run on a nine volt battery. Um, for it, it, relatively inexpensive too. I think it's only like seven eight bucks for the whole setup. Um, is the remote control. Um, people who do RC cars, remote control cars, uh, they really customize the hell out of them. And you know those annoying drift lights people put on the undercarriage of their cars? You ever oh, seen yeah. those where it looks like the car's like, you know, gliding on a beam of light? Yeah, that is so hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, they sell those for RC cars. And what they are is they're flat little strips of colored LEDs. So. I think I'm going to try and utilize those in the city because the problem is like I was able to put a small light in the, in the upper level because the ceiling is higher and you can't see it. The ceiling is not as high on the two lower levels. So I need something that's going to be much smaller and easier to disguise with less space. You know, I want, I don't, well, I don't want their, you know, I'll put like, I'll make a fake wooden beam or something to disguise it. And then the light will come from behind that, you know? So, yeah. uh, and then also I have to worry about what's reflecting in the mirror too. So I'll probably have to put a little beam thing on either side of it, <laughs> you know? Uh, but yeah. And then I have to disguise the battery pack, but that'll be fun. I'll have, I'll do something creative with that. Um, so anyway, uh, but yeah, so uh, I think I might do something that, that way but yeah so uh joe what do you think are, are you are you a fan of coffin joe so far uh since your uh, name, you know i you share the name i'm catch i'm catching up with coffin joe here and uh he's an interesting character oh yeah 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 uh apparently uh he had a antagonistic relationship with christianity <laughs> Uh, one might see yeah, that to put it mildly, <laughs> yeah. to put it mildly. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was, uh, they just thought he was the fucking devil. I mean, before, you know, before the, 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 uh, uh, satanic panic in the U S with heavy metal, there was coffin Joe in Brazil. 
Okay. So, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's quite an interesting character. Might have to get some of his movies on uh, Amazon. Yeah, I you know I I'm not sure exactly where you can stream them. Um, I think I think some of them are uploaded onto YouTube. So uh, yeah, I did run across a few. Yes. Yeah, and stylistically, I mean, there's his visuals. I mean, so I mean, he had such an artistic vision in some of the visuals. He would do like these really cool, like kind of. Um, he did these cool shots. I think in his first movie, um, this shot, uh, the, this it, of hell, and all of these people were built into like the the walls and the floors, and it, like it looked like a cavernous version of hell. And all these like naked people essentially were like molded into all the the props and the backgrounds and everything. So. And then in all painted pretty much the same color as, as the stone or whatever it was supposed to be. Um, and, and, you know, just, just really stunning, creative visuals. And, you know, and a lot of people just got upset because he decided, decided to go with the blasphemous horror, horror angle. Uh, but he was truly a visionary that inspired a lot of other artists. So, um, and it's a shame he didn't, uh, didn't have more films, or, or wasn't, you know, given a chance to make, you know, something on a bigger scale, you know. I mean, because some of the people, they give, you know, you know, I mean, hey, maybe we need another Medea movie, <laughs> you know. Or, well, maybe maybe another Toy Story will be good. I'm a little, <laughs> you know, or, uh, I don't know, let's reboot Batman again. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting, j I'm getting jaded on stuff. You know, it's like, I'm looking forward to the new Batman movie, but it's like, oh, Christ. Here we go again. Fourth reboot in 30 years. So, uh, but uh, but anyway, yeah. So, um, uh, let's see. How much time do we have left? Uh, 18 whole minutes to use up tonight on the program, kids. Um, and uh, there are there, there's been some other other crazy stuff going on. I do like how uh, Brad Friedman put it uh, the other day on his show, uh, on the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly, um, the day after it comes out. Um, but it, it was uh, emptying Gotham Prison is what they should have put emptying Arkham Asylum. Uh, but when you know Trump did all the pardons and everything, I thought that that was you know that was funny. He had a the visual was you know Trump and Joker makeup. And it said emptying Gotham prison. Uh, but, and that's, that's pretty much, you know, what it is right now. I mean, Blagojevich. Jeez. It just smacks so much of, oh, he, he was found guilty, you know, of something I did. Let's commute his sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Selling, selling, uh, president Obama's, former senate seat well this may should be worth something i'm not gonna just fucking give it away yeah and and and, and he called that and he says see he went to jail for a phone call are you kidding me miles yeah and, and he's still saying you know he's he's innocent or unfair or whatever blah 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 but the thing about 
Oh, well, no, wait. He commuted the sentence. It wasn't a pardon. Yeah, yeah. He commuted it. So, apparently, Anderson Cooper just interviewed uh, Blagojevich, and uh, Cooper called bullshit on uh, Blago. Really? To his face? Um, well, let's see here. I'll, this is from Mediaite by Josh Feldman uh, from uh, 8.33 p.m. Eastern. Anderson Cooper literally called bullshit on Rod Blagojevich in a heated interview tonight over Trump's commuting the former governor's sentence. Cooper was stunned right off the bat when Blagojevich called himself a political prisoner. He said, Nelson Mandela was a political prisoner. Political prisoners have no due process and are unjustly jailed. Blagojevich said he was targeted by corrupt prosecutors. And Cooper pointed out that then uh, Attorney General, who went after him, is now a Trump supporter. Blagojevich uh, insisted that they wouldn't let him play tapes in court. And that uh, that would have proved everything I'm saying is true about what they did to me. Cooper went through the legal process and how it wasn't prosecutors who convicted you. Uh, bringing up uh, not just the jury's verdict, but his subsequent appeal. And how the vote to impeach and remove him was pretty much a unanimous, overwhelmingly, and bipartisan. Uh, I mean, give me a break, Cooper said. Things got more heated as they kept arguing back and forth before Cooper ended with this. Look, I have no problem with you getting out. Trump can uh, commute whoever he wants. I just think, I wish, your besmirching prosecutors who actually are no longer in government, but prosecutors are more impo are important in our system, and you're going after the very basis of our justice system, which has plenty of problems, but you know, part of the thing is you got out. You do have an obligation to at least admit you did wrong, and you refuse to do that. You're creating a whole new alternate universe of facts and, and that... Uh, may be big in politics, but, uh, I'm sorry, uh, that might be, uh, that may be big in politics today, but it's still, frankly, just bullshit. Wow. It's, it's not Very bullshit nice. at all, Blagojevich responded. <laughs> so, shit. Holy. Oh, he even looks like awesome. a gray-haired Trump. Fucking big yeah, swirly yeah. on top of his head. So, uh, anyway. So, oh, yeah, and, about go ahead. Bernard <laughs> Carrick, New York police commissioner, tax fraud. I mean, oh, these yeah. guys are right up his alley. These are like, if you put them all together, you'd hit, get him. I'm serious. I'm serious. This is like the the people that you know. It, it is. It's like it's like the rogues gallery from a from a uh, you know a comic book. It's it's the, these guys are all just scumbags, and Trump picked these people because he commiserates with them because he got impeached for his crimes, not removed from office, but he got impeached for his crimes, and he's just like, oh, okay, well. Got away with that. Now let's go commiserate with a bunch of people who did just as bad or worse than what I did. And he's uh, also sending a message to Stone. Mm-hmm. And Putin sending a message to everyone. We didn't mention yeah. that. Did you guys hear yeah. about uh, Putin and Russia 
um, basically support Trump's second candidacy. And Putin is worried that supporting Trump will hurt his chances to win. Oh, no. I mean, the levels of madness here are, are kind of immeasurable. And he's also uh, supporting uh, the Bernie Sanders candidacy. Putin. I don't even want to go there at the moment. So I, 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 I just best bite my tongue in times like this. <laughs> um, but yeah, because, you know, I know a lot of folks uh, on, a, you know, a lot of, a lot of different people have, have jumped on the Bernie bandwagon. They jumped on it early. And that's cool, but just understand, not all of us are are, are fully sold on the idea. Mm, to say so, the least. That's um, fine. You know, so, uh, but, you know, so I, I just, I see it too often, and that's why I don't talk about it too much. I see it too often that if one person has a, a, a criticism or concern about a certain candidate. And you'll note that on this show, we really haven't gone after many people with the exception of like Tulsi Gabbard, now Bloomberg, and, you know, made some jokes about, you know, Moonflower, Gemstone, whatever her name was. Um, You know, I mean, we really haven't gone after anybody unless they're absolutely ridiculous. And then there's some people who I didn't even know were running because I'm paying so little attention when, especially when there were so many people, you know, I'm paying attention, but it, it's just going to make me crazy if I, if I watch every debate and I, and I, and I don't want to do that because I'm already, I'm already a few bricks shy. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, 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 but I see too often where it's getting like, when you talk about this stuff, even among liberals and Democrats and, and uh, progressives, whatever, what have you, democratic socialists, whatever, you get into these conversations and they get just as vicious and heated as when, you know, uh, the, the left goes after the right nowadays or the right, right goes after the left. I'm not saying both sides. I just, you know, I'm just saying either or. Because I will go after Trump cultists. And I will be horribly cruel and mean to them. I haven't done it in a while. Um, but Adam, are you there with us now? Yes, sir. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, but yeah, you know, it's like, I just don't think it's worth it to destroy inroads within our party, you know? But um, there's, you're the culprit with the, you you get the echo on, on your end, Adam. I do? What? Yeah, I hear I hear my voice bouncing back at me. Just uh, a little hold bit. Hold on, hold on. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You're only going to be on for nine minutes. Um, so, uh, it's something we can work out later. But yeah, better you know, that, better now. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, Michelle, you 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 smell what I'm stepping in with this. You know, it's like it doesn't it doesn't it's... pay off to to argue like that now. I won't get in an argument with people. Um, I'll talk to them level-headedly. But the problem is it's been created 
to become that vicious. All the little, you know, side campaigns and stuff that were run back in 2016. Yeah. You know, they they did this on purpose and that, you know, they are, you know, all of these things that are keep on going now and they're even getting more and more vicious and all these little like fancy, you know, crazy things. Uh, even uh, Hal was talking about the other day that it is going to be so bad this year. Yeah. There are going to be so many things that are going to try to get you to turn on your fellow, you know, uh progressive mm-hmm. or you know uh, uh, other people in the democratic party and that it, it it's it's already starting and it's just going to get worse and i just want i want to make this one small point is and let's see whoever want feels like they they know the answer to to the question i'm asking uh go ahead blue any, any yes you're correct uh miles um 42? <laughs> no. Okay, so the the question is, um, why do you think Putin is backing Sanders? Well, their whole uh, objective is to disrupt the entire process. Exactly. And so dissent and drive a wedge between American factions. Yes, he's so, hoping to put he he wants to to uh, say yes. We love the most divisive person. That you know, we want to see you and, in turmoil. And I think, they, and I, th- I think it's their perception that he's the weakest candidate against Trump. Yeah, and I don't want to buy I, into I, that I'm either. With you on that, John. I, I'm, well, not, I'm just saying it's 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 their perception that uh, he would be the easiest person to defeat. Yeah. So the Russians are, you know, they're they're putting their bets on on him. Yeah. They're doing what they did. You know, they're doing what uh, the dirty tricksters from Nixon did to Ed Muskie. You know, sure. take him out so we could run against McGovern. It's the socialist scare this time around. You know, it's it's the it's, yeah, and the and, new... and and they're going to use that the heavily. I think and... I think we also should. Oh, sorry. Mm-mm. Go ahead. I think we should also keep in mind that uh, Putin knows his audience. He know you know he's he, remember he's he, I I don't I say don't call him former KGB. He's not for you know you don't. There's no such thing as former KGB. He knows his audience. He knows that the Republican Party bedrock is racist and anti-Semites who will froth at the mouth at the prospect of being able to tear down mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders, a a New England Jew. And th- he knows that will energize the Trump Republican base. Um, yeah. But I do also think I, th- I think the main bit is he, th- he thinks that Bernie is going to be an easier opponent for Trump to be. And I've got news for Putin. Any, we could run a dog turd against your little, you know, finger puppet and still win. Well, your lips to Glob's ears. Um, but uh, anyway, we only got five minutes left in the show. Um, so let's let's end on on a positive note. Um, but yeah, thank you again, Miles and Michelle, for being here with us for all three hours. Yep, yep. Lots yep, of fun. And I hope you have a terrific time at the Ren Fair tomorrow. But so I'll give you guys your your parting shots right now. Uh, Miles, what do you got? Um, 
Gosh, um, let's see. I know in two weeks, Super Tuesday is coming up, and uh, that's going to be an exciting time because there, that's the lion's share of delegates. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I would think that by the end of that, it's going to be pretty clear where where things are going. I, I, I don't. I, I mean, yeah, I, I just don't see it shifting. I don't see that battleship turning <laughs> between. Uh, they're in the convention. It's just going to, because once you get a, a, st- a head of steam, you know, it's hard to change course. Gotcha. All right. Michelle, um, she of the purple locks. What do you got? Um, I've got this great little, little uh, news tidbit here. There is a veterinarian that has spent over nine years wandering the California coast, treating homeless people's pets for free. Talk oh, wow. about a good service. Ah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a Dr. Quayne Stewart. He first started his labor of love back in 2011. So, yeah, that that's pretty neat. That's that's doing the doing the Lord's work. She'll be she she'll be very happy with that. Um. So, and uh, all right, anything else, Michelle? Nope. I just thought that'd be a cool, positive note at the end of the show. Agreed. All right. Adam Hebert, uh, thank you for joining us uh, for an abbreviated uh, minute here. And thank you again for uh, helping get everything rolling with Discord. It's it's a, it's a far superior platform than Skype. Well, like I, like I always say, Kenny, if you're happy, I'm happy. I'm glad it worked out. And I look forward to working with Rain and Bobber to get them set up as well. I'm assuming that's going to be on my to-do list for next week. Um, sure is, and I, and I just want to go back to the issue of Rod Blagojevich again because, I, as we all know, I'm a native of Illinois. I was born in Carpentersville. Mm-hmm. Grandmother still lives there. Hi, Grandma. And, and uh, you know, here's the thing: is that what does this get Schittler? It gets him nothing because everyone in Illinois hates Blago. Okay, mm-hmm. the Democrats hate him for being corrupt, and the Republicans hate him for coming up with an idea they wish they had. Yeah. So, I mean, he's what does he think he's doing? Putting Illinois in play? Because guess what? It's not going to happen. You know, we hate you. We probably hate you. We probably hate him the most in the country because he has just basically taken a sledgehammer to President Obama's legacy. And believe me, I'm speaking as a native of Illinois. It is a matter of pride that we sent the first african-american president of the united states to washington dc mm-hmm. you don't fuck with that legacy and expect us to support you there you go all right and don't forget another thing that people hate uh, from illinois uh, another thing they hate illinois nazis i hate <laughs> illinois nazis had to be played again so, all right. Well, thank you, Adam, for pop, popping in. And Joe Santor says, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. What is your parting shot, my brother, uncle? Hey, my parting shot is I like, I like uh, uh, this this new uh, Skype thing, Discord. Yeah, uh, it's way. I gee, I didn't Skype out once. Yeah, uh, you know. And again, I don't know. This I, was like, it, yeah. Go ahead. It was like one clear. Like three hours of clear, high definition uh, audio. I think the I like show this. show went faster too because we didn't have to be like, it didn't feel like we were waiting forever to for somebody to recover or hear what or they said, have them repeat some, themselves. 
if you recall on my uh, on Friday, I was doing or on Tuesday, my parting shot got chopped up. That's right. That is right. And uh, I got all all uh, screwed up. Or that was yeah. Friday. So uh, yeah. So um, I, I like this. I like this a lot, and it's Not easy to join. Can. Yeah, it's uh, really easy. So now, yeah. If, get, if Adam could figure out. out a way to get the chat room here, we could have it all an all in one, uh, an all in one uh, seamless platform. Yeah, it just the, people just need to um, si- sign up with Discord, and um, you know, go from there. Find us all, and then once we're all connected, uh, we can we yes. can have a ball. And again, that will replace. It's real easy. Yeah, it'll replace calling numbers, reverse calling, all that stuff. As long as you have a microphone, um, you can make it work. And, and Michelle said there's apps for your phone, too. So if you don't yeah, have I a mic. Dice, dice is a mix Julian fries. Yeah, if you don't have a, a mic, use your phone. So there That's you right. go. And I it's free. It right on my iPad, too. So there. Yeah, it's free. And, you know, obviously, you know, you might have to pay for data if you don't have an unlimited plan or something. I don't know. Um, but other than that, or just get on somebody's Wi-Fi and you should be good. Uh, but anyway, yeah, good show, fun show tonight, everybody. Now it was a little loosey goosey, but uh, I enjoyed myself uh, quite a bit. Uh, and uh, yeah, so everybody have a lovely weekend. Take care of one another. Take care of yourself, because uh, you know if you don't, who will? Well, maybe somebody else. I don't know. I can't speak. It's case by case basis, really. If you think about it, but I don't have time to think about it. It's time to end the show. See you guys. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Woo! I'm German-Irish. Well, let me tell you something, my Kraut Mick friend. I'm going to make so much trouble for you, you won't know what it is.